What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar with the great Hello Sport. Make sure to subscribe to Hello Sport Podcast. Follow them on Instagram or the Punters and Dribblers Facebook group. Now, next Tuesday, 6 p.m., limited supply. There is a limited supply of original bloke singlets. The first ever bloke singlets that we are dropping. Once these sell out, we will not be printing more for at least another 12 months, maybe ever. We may never print the OGs again. So go to the bloke club, www.bloke.club, sign up. Once you sign up, it's free, it's easy. You don't have to put in your credit card details. It literally takes 20 to 30 seconds. So pause the podcast, go do it now. That way you'll have access on Tuesday to have a chance to buy bloke singlets. As with the shorts, if they sell out just to bloke club members, that means the public does not get access to them. The shorts, the public didn't even get a crack at them because I only gave the opportunity to bloke club members. So sign up, guys. There's going to be plenty more coming away. Early access, exclusive merch, huge events, discounts. There's so many things that we're going to do for bloke club members, and it's going to be completely free, completely free. As usual, grab a case of bloke in a bar, uh, go to your local, go to our website, put in your postcode. It'll show you the closest stockers of bloke in a bar beer. 6 p.m. next Tuesday, bloke OG singlets dropping. Make sure to be there. Set your alarms as usual. Let's get straight into it, baby. Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar brought to you by these beautiful singlets that are dropping. 6 p.m. next Tuesday for Bloke Club members only. As you can see, we've got the classic colours. They are beautiful. They're the old school cut. You can wear them on the lawn, having a beer on an Arvo, going to the gym, playing Div 3 Touch. Or Austac, you can do it in all of those things. 6 p.m. next Tuesday, join the bloke club. Only bloke club has access to them. So next Tuesday, if they sell out in that first 24 hours, just like the shorts, it means that the public don't get access to them. So join the bloke club at www.bloke.club, completely free, next Tuesday, 6 p.m., limited supply. Once they're gone, they're gone. We, probably, we may not even remake these. We may not even remake these. So get in while the getting's good. Also brought to you by Bloke in a Bar, but I've got the great Tom and Eddie, Eddie and Tom from Hello Sport. How are you going, boys? Fantastic, Dan. And I will say, beautiful singlets. Disappointed you weren't at least wearing one, two or three of them <laughs> for the podcast. Look, the body isn't in the, in the shape that I feel it needs to be to show these off. But I've had a photo shoot with a bunch of current rugby league players right. that can show them off the way they need to yeah, be showed yeah. off. You're not happy with the pipes? Look, it's just not where I want to be right now. I think and also, I think got, the pipes were pretty good. Mm. No, no, I'm very, very white, very white around here because I haven't be, had my shirt off in the sun for a substantial amount of time. You could have got a fake tan. Yeah, solarium in the studio. Yeah, I'm a bit anti-fake tan. Bit anti-tan. You don't go. To, you don't go for a spray every now and then. No, nah, never been for a spray. Mate, it's gotten to the point now where it's, they can be very good. Look, I understand it's more accepting, but there's something about my old school ways that I, th- I just can't. My old school country ways I can't shirk. Yeah, you're used to just more of a tan that's earned through hard work in yeah. the fields. I'm used to tan lines. And then, you know, sometimes in summer when I get a bit adventurous, take the flannel off, mm. keep the jeans on, yeah. the boots. And just fucking digging. Just digging. Fencing. Fencing, digging, doing yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Chasing pigs and, chasing and pigs, sheep. And you know, fucking... wrangling goats. Yeah. All that kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, sure. I know you do that better, but I'm Obviously, just saying I... Yeah. I other people, you know, can do it as well. Of course. So did you take your... You got the shirt off in the photo shoot? Like the pipes no, out in the no, photo no, shoot? No, no, not me. Not at all? No, not at all. That's disappointing. Yeah, it is. Um, just not there yet. disappointing. Just not there yet. I don't want to do... I want to do a justice. How far off do you reckon you are? Yeah, yeah. I'm quite a ways off. How far? <laughs> like six months? Year? Nah. Two years? Give me a good... Give me a good 
four weeks if I trained four hard. Four weeks? Yeah, definitely. So you're hard. close. Well, no, if I trained hard. Oh, okay. Four weeks, I can whip myself into shape pretty quickly. The body remembers. It always yes. remembers. Muscle memory. But, are you, but you're not going to do that in four weeks? I'm not going to do it in four oh, okay. weeks. Uh, you're not going to do it at all? Definitely not doing it at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so it, we, it is so a possibility. So we will never see the pipes. Is that what we're hearing? Because that's going to disappoint the audience. Look. It's disappointed me. Yeah. No, no, no. Disappointed you might, Tom. Look, I'm not going to say never. As, as the great Justin Bieber said, never say never. Mm. Yeah. I think he, he said that. I think he was no, the first one to say him. that. He was the first How did he say it, though? Um, he said it in a song. Okay. Yeah. But also, I've heard Can him you sing say, it. No, no, I've heard him say it in interviews as well. Oh, okay. When he says, oh, check out my new song, Never Say Never. And How's it sound? No, he usually sings he it. He sings it. Yeah, usually. But, you know, if you want to get the, the A version of that, you can go to YouTube. You're not going to give the, the, the listeners a little. No, you can if you want. You want to try no, it? No, no, it's, no mate, pipes, it's your song. No Bieber. <laughs> it's your song. It's your podcast. <laughs> you want to give it a try? Mate, I want you to do it. That's no, I need the, we, we aren't saying your pipes. At least we can get a bit of Bieber out of you. I mean, yeah, fuck. I mean, look. It's all a slow progress. We'll get there eventually. Mm. I think. I think in the new year I'll get the pipes out. Okay. In the new year, sometime next year, we'll get the pipes. Maybe out. we do a pipe show where all our pipes are out. Absolutely, all, all our pipes will be out <laughs> yeah. on a show next year. Yeah. We'll, we'll see show. our pipes. Huh? Yeah. Welcome to the pipe show. <laughs> yeah. We will get our pipes out next year, guys, together as one, and we will show you our pipes. Yeah, that's a tease for 2022. Oh man, totally we'll behind a paywall as well. Year like of the pipe. Fans. Yeah. Year of the pipe. Um, I mean, it's going to be a good year if it's a year of a pipe. If it's a year of the pipe, <laughs> fucking hell. Which pipe are you going to get out? Look, the uh, <laughs> the biggest one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Probably a good good play there. Um, now, on to the stores in Spotlight. Only nine this week, so my staff have let me down. It's supposed to be more. It's supposed to be at least ten, but it's all right. Um, cutting corners, that's yeah, great no. to hear as an owner. Yeah, um, well, coming into the holiday period as well, when yeah. people are buying piss, it's like you're seeing the corners getting yeah, it's cut. Yeah, great, cutting corners. Um, we'll be down at the bottom of the table soon. Wooden spoon is cutting corners. Uh, but we've got BYS Sellers Anna Bay, Heathgate Celebrations, IGA Richie's Tarrant Point, Courtyard Esplanade, Cairns, Cecil Hotel, Goodner, Bowl Barn Townsville, Duke of Edinburgh, Walkinson, Eaton Hills Hotel, Urban Sellers Labrador. And also, before I forget, Jarao Yao Yi and Matt Gillette will be pouring beers in the beer garden of... Eaton Hills this Saturday from 1 till 4pm. The great Matt Gillette, Drow Yayi, Eaton Hills, 1 till 4pm. They'll be pouring Bloke and Bar on tap. Heck yeah. On tap, where it's the best. On tap, it is another level. So get down there, 1 till 4pm, meet Matt Gillette and Drow Yayi, Eaton Hills, beer on tap. Boys, it's, a huge, it's been a huge week in sport. We had the great Cambosis, you know, creating a, a bandwagon for the entire country to jump on. Yes. Um, We've had the cheese, uh, you know, with one of the great interviews of our time, or at least at least impactful interviews of our time. Big dick interview. It's a big dick interview. Now, sometimes big dicks need to be hidden. Sometimes you can reveal them. Um, I, th- I feel the public is split on this one, whether mm. he should have brought the big dick out or should have just kept it in his I pants. I just think that there was a chance that he wasn't being ridden from the base and maybe he was being ridden from up in the head so there was a little less control. That does... Yeah, okay, I can see that. I'm still not convinced the base is where you ride a shark. Yeah, but the public are. The public, the public are convinced. So you think that, that, that his big dick was getting ridden from the head, not I the I just shark. don't think it was... The rain, the, the controlling of it was not... I mean, you need an expert. Like I would. Well, do you, do you think you should contact YKTR and say, "Look, YKTR, you need to ride a big dick from the shaft." I th- look, if that is the case, then I'd be more than happy to go in there and show them how to ride a, a big piece from. The Could you also say this though, Tom? Some dicks can't be tamed. That's true. 
That's it's also, like big wild Broncos up in yeah, the hills. Sometimes you, sometimes you just can't wrangle them. You can't yep. break in every dick. You can't break in every dick. You've always said that. Mm. Yep. That's He's just got a, a tattooed on his arm. <laughs> it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> You're right, big interview. Great uh, interview, I enjoyed it. Um, now, uh, we will first we'll talk quickly about the Cambosis. And also, you know, I, I agree with you guys. I don't know if you went down this path, but I know you went down the bandwagon path. Oh, God, yeah. I think bandwagons get a bad rap. Bandwagons are fun, dude. Like, hop on the bandwagon. Get Everyone's on having the time of their life. Everyone's don't, yipping, yahooing, yeah. kissing each other, hugging yeah, each other. Celebrating fucking Celebrating ferocious. greatness. Yep. Celebrating victory. Celebrating a great Australian. The ferocious great one. Things. I also got on him fucking at $14 for the decision win. So you believe me? When I gave you the, the deep insight of his warrior nature and obviously the similarities between yourself and him. I mean, Spartans back Spartans. So it's like a similarity bet. Yeah. Seeing I like, yourself fucking, in someone. I see this guy for what he is. He's a Spartan warrior. I'm now on the bandwagon. I was on the bandwagon before he won though. So Is that technically not a bandwagon then? You, you can actually say, look, I'm pre-bandwagon. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a ferocious fan. Yeah, from way we back. were on in fight week. Yeah. Okay. So pre-fight we were on. If you're on pre-fight, we're on him. I think pre-fight's acceptable. Okay. I'm happy with that. We also were following him on social media before he won, which I assume plenty of people have jumped on post-win. Yeah, he's gone from like, he went from like 120, he's like fucking 300, 400 now. Tom and I were hanging off the back of the bandwagon helping people on. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Because you could understand their plight, you know. They weren't, the mainstream media didn't really give him a fair shake. Um, they didn't, they didn't give him any shake, talk about it. Literally. There was no shake. shake. He no. was shakeless. He yeah. was shakeless, uh, which was surprising because he it was one of the most historic nights in boxing history for Australia. Um, but, yeah, bandwagons, they get a bad rap because mm. uh, what's the world? The opposite of bandwagon is no bandwagon. And what would you rather? Well, well it's I mean, a wagon without a band on it. Yeah. I'd rather wagons with bands on them than no bands on them. 100%. 100%. 100%. And who gives a shit if people start getting around an Aussie who's done great things? It's yeah. not the end of the world. There's always a little, you know, the purists just go, oh, mate, I knew about him fucking three yeah. years ago. You know what I mean? There's, there's like all the dribblers who are like, mate, fucking, you know. <laughs> I love the purists, like, dick measuring contests of like, ah, uh, I was there when he was fucking born. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. It just gets absurd. I knew like, him before he boxed. I literally knew his dad, which obviously made him, which means that I'm fucking here. Yeah, yeah. I knew when his parents got together that he'd be a world champion. I just, yeah, so the no, breeding. I can tell. The breeding's so good. Dab's a tough guy. Yeah, tough, tough as nuts. Oh, mate, you think, you think his dad's tough. a character? You should have met his granddad. Fuck, mate. No, that was, that's who really was <laughs> mate, there. you should have seen fucking Leonidas, his great, great, great granddad yeah. over in fucking Greece. You ever been to fucking, you ever been to Greece? Didn't think so. You obviously not a fan. You should have seen him in 300. Yeah. You haven't seen 300? Who <laughs> yeah. the fuck are you? Yeah, he's related to Leonidas. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Free. His granddad said this is Sparta and kicked the cunt in the fucking well. <laughs> That's when we knew he'd be great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone that is of that lineage is going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I could see that. You could see that. You could see that. I could. That's well, why we're on um, before he won. Yeah. <laughs> because we know what we're talking about. So what would pre-bandwagon be like? Would it be a concert on a wagon? You know, like if you said bandwagon, would you say, look, I'm, I was actually there... What would, what would it be? What's the next step up? So, so we're saying before the band wagon, maybe it's just a wagon without a band because there's not many people on it. Once you start getting people on, you've got to fucking provide for these people to start performing. Yeah. Where does bandwagon come from, Matty? That's please. a great idea. Great question. It's a great idea to look up that question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But are you saying the evolution of the brand, brand, bandwagon is a concert wagon? Is that what you're I'm getting to? I'm saying that, yeah, like sometimes there's got to be a step up from just a band. Because like, yeah, it's good to go down to your local and watch a band. But to watch a concert, maybe even a festival. A concert on a wagon? A, a festival on a wagon. A, a, a wagon train, maybe. You attach extra wagons. Very close. Them. Circus on a wagon. 
It's a circus on a wagon. Yeah. So, so the, the word bang, wagon was coined in the US in the mid 19th century simply as the name for the wagon that carried the circus band. Okay. But Just, why do I want to hop on that if someone's already won there. something? Well, I think it's more like you're just hitching, your, hitching yourself to like the, the thing that everyone's paying attention to. So it's like, oh, the circus wagon's rolling in. You're like, oh, I'll fucking hang out here. I like this. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. That uh, makes sense. Completely off topic, but it was just while you're doing your Googling, and I don't know if this is true, uh, Dribbler DM'd us saying that the high five was only invented in like 1977. And there's really? a photo of the first ever high five. There's a photo of the first ever high five. Now, I did no further research okay. into it other than just what I saw, but I just yeah. thought that the audience, we come to you with the fucking big stories. Surely a high five happened before 1977. I'm sure it did as well, but... Well, you could argue that it had been done here and there, <laughs> but it wasn't used as like a... Mainstream celebration. Mainstream celebration. It It'd be like, up. you know, like... I mean, we've done that, yeah. but it's not like a universal... Yeah. Someone may have dabbed before, but when until fucking old mate from the Carolina Panthers did it. Well, no, I mean, it wasn't I mean really even Usain Bolt, like he me. used to do... Do you do that before? He did the lightning bolt, yeah. The lightning bolt. But like, I'm sure at some time he turned that way quickly and that could have been technically that first. So it's a, he makes a great point. And obviously <laughs> the origination of the handshake to show that I didn't have a weapon. Yes, like, that's great. People Silly would have been... Joining hands at some point, but That's it wouldn't true. have been a handshake. 1955, though, does seem fucking late. I actually said 77. Did you say 77? But I don't know. Man, so that seems late. very... Seems far too late for a high five, right? Far too late. I mean, like where's the high five me, I've just conquered the whole of fucking Rome as a German barbarian, mm. and I didn't give my mates a high five. Fuck yeah, bro, we did it. Bang. Well, you know what they were doing before the high five? Arse slapping. Oh, okay. Mm. So the high five actually came from the low five which was part of African-American culture in the 1920s. But yes. It Funded by what culture? The low five. Now, yeah, what culture? Which culture was uh, it? African-American. African-American yeah, started culture. They are trendsetters. They are. If I ever saw trendsetters. So when did the high, when did they go from low to high? Well, yeah, they're, they're saying, I mean, there's like, there's no concrete date, but like Magic Johnson claimed he invented it in the 1970s. There's others Magic that are suggested Johnson. that it originated in women's volleyball circuit of the 1960s. <laughs> But it was part of the. It's been part of the Oxford English Dictionary since 1980. Wow, it's very young. Not as old as you in think. Your, in your playing days, were you a high fiver? Um, you'd go over, bit of meat. What do you get up to? You single, double. Yeah, kind of. Fuck, I can't even remember to be honest. It was more just like vibe. It was all vibe. Yeah, it was all vibe. Like, I actually, when the Roosters started doing that, I actually really appreciated that. Mm. I thought they were bringing a lot of nuance and, I guess. Pizzazz that isn't pizzazz because it's very simple, it's but understated it, pizzazz. It's understated pizzazz, exactly. Perfect, nailed it. And I liked it when they brought the handshake. Um, I even liked when the Panthers, you know, cheeky young fellas they are, mm. they decided to give a bit understated pizzazz with the handshake. Um, but I, it was all vibe for me. So, when some, as you know, when you're in the vibe flow, you can't remember what happens yeah. when in the vibe flow. Yeah, so, yeah, I can't remember. I have to go watch some tape, to be honest. It'd be a good reason to get the highlights. Well, let's, let's get the highlights up. 10 minutes of them on YouTube. <laughs> in Oztag, I'm, we're more of like a like a slap. Oh, just like boom, boom, boom. Is that because yeah, there's so yeah, much like of an importance that. placed on the dexterity of the finger? You know what I mean? You don't it's want like it too high. Oh, yeah. I, now well, I I'm just saying I don't do a whole lot of. But you got to be grabbing tags, dude. You don't want to be fucking injuring the hands. But I'm just saying it's just easy just to get a little. You know what I mean? So yeah. Cool. yeah so you know what? Now that I think because then the hands down low and you can play that off the arse as well. You do a bit of both. But in saying that, I want to get a bit of touching. I want I want a shoulder shoulder touch. 
I want to feel so the like chest. usually when you score a try you know what it was a lot of a hug big tries hug yeah it was a lot oh, of hugging. course um of course and so when you score but a try, i'm talking about after you've hugged and you're on the way back to the halfway line it it is, is a that touch where, you know the fucking it is touch but I want to get some touch. I want yeah. you. I want to touch you. I want to mm. feel you. Mm. I want to breathe you. I yeah. want to be inside you. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever get inside blokes after a try? <laughs> Look, I'm sure I got inside a few. Mm. Um, get the highlights up. I'm sure we'll be able to well, see a bit. They probably cut away from it's, that. It's not a try if you don't get inside a bloke after it. Definitely. Um, and so... Hopper knew that. <laughs> Hopper knew that well. <laughs> he invented it. He didn't. He, he scored a try that. to have a crack. He didn't. He was actually doing a more like to tackle. He'd be like, right up. Get inside and we get, get, I was giving high fives to other blokes when it comes to getting inside them. Yeah. Like he's in the opposite team. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's high fiving their assholes. <laughs> Is the high five like what was the absolute pinnacle of the high five? We're assuming it was around 90s. Surely the 90s. It came in. Do you think it's a 90s thing? Is it on the way out? Is it still with us? Oh, it's no, on the way out. I do you reckon think. it's on the way out, or do you reckon yeah. it's like fashion? It's just having a bit of a fucking. And nah, it's, it's on the way out because like, like even flares. even yeah. as you said, even as you said, when you when you do it, like let's say I score, it's just like that. It's not really like whereas a high five is you've got it. High got, five's like a you yeah. can fuck a high five yeah. up as well. Whereas that is just a touch. Go look to the you're getting a touch. Mm. You're getting a touch like that. That's just getting a touch. You Pinball. Know? Yeah. So I think it's on the way out. High five. I don't. I think so too. Look, based on what I'm seeing down the tag. I hope we I are. don't. I don't. I'm worried about the yeah, high five. Yeah, I'm hoping five, we're not seeing the end of the high five. I'd much prefer if it was just having a lull like flares. You know what I mean? And then before you know it, it comes back up. A flares back? Well, they they've have been they've back. Come back. They've come and gone. <laughs> they, I think they came back and now they're out again. I You're used seeing to own a pair flares. of white flared jeans when I did. was 14 Fuck years me. old. Of course you did. Mum got them for me. Flares, leather jackets. Them. Holy fuck. Yeah. I'll tell you what I don't think will ever come back. You'd sound like NBA draft day in the early 2000s and they'd all be wearing those really long suits like down oh, to their knees. Loose baggy. Well, Jordan used to play golf in those, Jordan, didn't he? Like, mm. I'm going, what the fuck are they? You know what's not coming back is shoulder pads in suits. I mean, I wouldn't mind if they did. We're, my mum used to wear shoulder pads. Yeah. Like, back in the late That 90s. was our parents' sort of yeah, 80s, that 90s. Yeah, shoulder pads used to be a vibe. I don't know what the vibe was. Is it like, look, it's, it's very job. aggressive, like the shoulder pads, like I'm about to fucking yeah. chop you. That's we get it, you got shoulders. Your mum was chopping blokes at fucking down Bang. the fucking... Bang, down the working. pub, boom. Shoulder charge. Sunny Bill and dudes at the pub. Or chicks. Just yeah, whatever you want. hits on. Whatever you want. If you're wearing the shoulder pads, it just puts you in the mood. Mm. Do you think we'll see shoulder pads back in rugby league? <laughs> I hope we do. Because uh, they didn't really do shit, did they? I mean, they do help a little bit, like in, in, in like the impact of things. But when you're out there, it's so intense, you don't really feel anything, like mm. unless you're fully get rattled. But yeah, I mean, they do give you confidence. I think it's more it's like even the headgear. The headgear is actually worse for you because yeah. it, it gives you oh, a false, oh, yeah, false sense. Of false it. sense, but right. also like you're, you take more impact and your brain moves around more because it's not the the heart. It's not that that is giving you a concussion, it's the fact your brain is moving around. Yeah. So if you, the harder you get hit, the more your brain moves around with the headgear on. That's why there's an argument to say, like NFL, for example, that they shouldn't wear he- helmets because it's like a then, they then they wouldn't fucking... They lead with their helmets. They lead yeah, with their helmets. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so if they weren't wearing helmets, they wouldn't lead with their fucking heads. What do you got there, Matt? I remember the New South Wales team doctor told me once that the only use for headgear, like practical use, is to Cut. stop head cuts. Yeah, yeah, cuts. Yeah. It's really not... It's all just about com- like comfort and confidence, really. Um, but yeah, the bandwagon, as we were discussing earlier, mm. very underrated, very underappreciated, and I'm sick of it getting a bad rap because... I'd much rather George Cambosis have a bandwagon than not a bad bandwagon. Exactly. Did everyone go, oh, this guy's sick, didn't know about him, now I'm on board. Yeah. As opposed to 
I'm not going to get on this guy who's the greatest fucking lightweight boxer in the world right yeah. now. As opposed to a dude sitting there like 10 seconds before the fight starts going, last chances to get on, last chances to get on. All aboard. And then like he wins, he's like, get out of here, fucking fool. No one, no, no more. You didn't know him. You didn't know his dad fucking when he was kicking cuts down holes. Yeah, exactly. Like, and you're like, and you're standing there going, there's fucking room on that bandwagon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plenty of room. Children, there's room. There's room yeah, on these boats. Fucking oath. There's plenty of room on a bandwagon. They're almost infinite room. Yeah. So, like I, those trains that you see in India where there's like fucking, they're all just hanging that's out. That's his bandwagon right now. That's the Cambo. That's, that's what you want. Yeah. You don't want like Billy Zane in Titanic when he's fucking on the lifeboat and he's kicking people kicking off. Kicking people off, no. It's like, don't be Billy don't Zane. Don't be Billy no, Zane. No, no. Billy Zane is the guy that's like, you didn't know his fucking great grandfather, so fuck yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, talking you about? Billy on. Zane's a purist. Yeah. Billy Zane sucks. Yeah. He's a dog. Like, great actor in that movie, but yeah, his I'm character he's playing. His name escapes me. I know, I was trying to think about that as well. Just dog cunt. Carl? No, Carl? it's not. Cal. Cal. Cal Hockenden? Cal. That's a great callback. Cal Hockenden? No, it's not Hockenden. Cal. That sounds, that's not nice. Cal Hartley. Cal Hartley? Hartley? That's a great. Mr. Hartley? If you nailed Cal that, Hartley? that's outrageous. Calendon Hartley. Can you check Bang. it, please, Matt? He's obsessed with Titanic. The, the you have brought up a few times. Calendon Hartley. You've Calendon? brought up a few times. Calendon? Calendon? Billy Actually, Zane. you know what? I, Cal you know, short for something. You know what? I can see the rom- romantic like in you because I saw yeah. you put up a, a little picture of your lovely lady the Did other day. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just a little uh, bit of appreciation. No, you know? no, he's definitely got the romance. Ah, uh, okay. yeah, romance in me. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you brought Titanic up a few times and throwing a little little post up. Just give a bit of love. I like that. Oh uh, yeah, happy thirtieth. Yeah, very very Sorry romantic. I can see you as Jack. What'd you, what'd you say? Caledon Hartley. Close. Caledon Hockley. Hockley. Oh, Hockley. Wow. That's close a, yeah, yeah, I pay that. Do we pay that? I, I pay, pay that. Yeah, I we pay that. You pay that. We had a big weekend. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. Still a bit groggy. Coming good now. But, but you're, sh- you're clearly coming but good. I mean, I'm a couple of syllables out. Synapses, though, starting to fire, man. Starting to fire. You're back. You're back. You're, 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 on, you're coming back up to the top of the roller coaster. Yeah. And Friday, you'll hit the top, and then you'll come back down. Back, straight back down. Um so yeah, look, don't don't be that guy not letting people on the bandwagon for Cambosis. I'm sure Cambosis, everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. Yeah, um, he's also a great dude. I've been binging interviews. I was doing po- pre-fight and now post-fight, and I'm like, oh, he's actually just seemed like a real. You're all in on the bandwagon. Well. Oh no, I'm in. You're sitting with the purists now. If you're I'm consuming YouTube content now. of Cambosis, well, you're I've, on the purists. I've been DMing him fucking like. <laughs> Head movement tips and shit. But you I'm DM a, your clip. Go yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, like, dude, if you ever, when you're back in Sydney, let's get down to Coogee or Clovelly. Sorry, and we'll, we'll, we'll try and. We'll try and. Yeah, he's seen um, it. Hasn't responded. But I, I think. But he doesn't do want those hands. No, he doesn't want those hands. He doesn't want those hands. I mean, he can take Lopez's bombs, but he's not going to be taking a Birmingham Well, bomb. I'm a heavyweight, let's be honest. <laughs> You just, um, you just lean on him, bro. Yeah, yeah, but now, on. now you can see when I say, like, he is that guy. Like, he is the kind of guy that. He truly, in his head, is a Spartan warrior. Like mm. he's going away to war. He, his grandfather, who he's named after, passed away. He didn't even grieve him. Yeah, I saw that. As he well. even said, like, I've got to go and grieve my grandfather now. He had, he had his child on the same day that his grandfather passed away. Like this guy was in his mentality was truly, I'm away training for war. Like that is the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Even when I first met him, I thought. I'd seen interviews. This is like oh, you know 2017. Him, yeah. I mean, I had podcast twice. <laughs> Picked him up real, real early. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. whatever. I mean, to be honest, I'm a purist. Yeah, you are. You are. You, are. Purist, I mean, you put up that old grainy photo. But I'll, I'll like let you in. Fucking... I'll let you in. Like, is all everyone's welcome. Okay. The more people, I'm not going to be a hater of. You're purist. not going to Billy Zanus. Not going to Billy Zanus. I'm not going to do that. No way. Um, but when I first had him on, and I'd seen interviews of him before, I was like, oh, surely he like turns off a little bit. And he was like, nah, that's 
he's that 24 7. Really? The second interview I had with him, he was a bit more chill because obviously we're, we're mates. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you're in no, nice you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's incredible. Absolutely incredible. He also dresses very well. That pre, he's in that pre fight press conference where he's like in that fucking turtleneck with his glasses and just wearing like gloves and shit. I was like, oh, dude, he. Oh, it looks the part. He looks the fucking part. Yeah, he's business inside and outside of the ring. Yeah. Mate, if the fucking mainstream start pumping that boy up, oh. then they're going to. Pay per view days are coming. They're coming. Because he talks the talk. Looks good. And walks he's got the walk. Two, yep. two, like, his two sort of next up opponents are fighting this weekend, not mm. each other. Tank and Devin Haney. Yeah. Haney? Devin Haney. Now I'm fucking <laughs> catching up. But. Has he been called out by Garcia? Jake Paul's fucking messaged him. Yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. Rogan posted him. Yeah, yeah he yeah, did. Exactly, exactly. Joe likes what he saw. He, oh, Dude, he Joe likes what he saw. Like, he was oh. a 13 to 1 underdog and he fucking mauled the cunt. It was like 10 2. I'd also love if we could have a Dean Ritchie fuck counter on this uh, episode. That might be tough for you, man. Yeah, keep, keep the fucks to a minimum. Sorry. I don't want to get cancelled. Sorry. Um, it's really uncouth. No, no, it isn't. Boorish. Yeah, oofish. Very oofish. You're a troll. You're clearly a troll. I'm clearly a troll. You're a troll. Troll. But yeah, absolutely incredible from Cambosis. Business inside and outside of the ring. Did he, did he put the notion that you need to fight Aussie plumbers to have any real success in Australian boxing to bed? Because he didn't fight very many plumbers before he went over there. He was all business. Mm. You could argue that had he fought plumbers, <laughs> Denon, finished in round one, he would have you know enjoyed the out. spoils of you know, Australian boxing pay-per-view glory, mm. but he also would have been potentially embraced by the Australian media. More people would be on the bandwagon. Mm. That's probably the only negative I can see from a, like, you know, ascending to the heights of the lightweight world hasn't affected him at all. Mm. But, but maybe not, it would have happened quicker if he fought But he would have been plumbers. a household name okay. fighting for those belts had he fought plumbers on the way up. How many plumbers do you think is required to get to that point where you're okay you're a good pure aussie boxer now 10 well i'd say 70 percent of your total career fights plumbers plumbers can you throw a few chippies in there and sparkies or oh, look tradies a tradie of any kind is certainly good you've got a sparky a chippy you know but i think obviously plumber is primo well look, primo. you know i'd say this time if you're a chippy you want to know your way around a plunger at least, at the very least. At the very least. And if you do, and if you do, then okay. Okay. I'll go with you. So the, the only knock we can put on Cambosis for his rise to glory, and it is glory, is the fact he didn't fight enough Aussie plumbers. Yeah. Could I ask you a question? Because he's now got, he's, he's got all but one belt. Is that correct? It's, it's dodgy. Like apparently, I think like there's a... Because Heaney's got one. Yeah, but it was kind of given to him. Like it's got to be assigned a, a rather than... Just right one, win it. and so like it's something weird happened before, and I don't know the in depths of what happened, but I think it was like a sign to Haney, right. and there's a bit a bit of controversy about it. Actually, should be Cambosis, and he technically is a unified winner, and so like even if you ask him, are you the unified champion? But there's unified and undisputed, right? Is unified when you got a couple and undisputed yeah, when you got I, all of them? I'm, I don't know that deeply about right. it. I, all I do know is there's a bit of weirdness, and I'm sure someone will correct us in the, the comments section. There is a bit of weirdness about one of the belts. It's like the ringside belt or some shit like that. Yeah. Where it's got to be assigned or some shit, and and apparently it was given to Haney, and 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 whatever. Whereas it can't just be one. Okay. Again, I would need to know the details, but I know that there is something dodgy about it um can someone else leave a comment if you don't know the answer but so he's got three or four belts now is he now a four-time world champion because nah, he's got four-time four? is or do you have to defend, defend it four-time right, i'm pretty okay. sure if you're a full-time world champion you've got to have pretty sure you know you've one, got to have defended it yeah, that many times yeah, i as think again correct four belts. yeah 
four belts doesn't mean you're four four means you're uh, I guess um, four you're federation fucking world champion or some shit whatever the but yeah I don't think I think you've got to defend it because like if someone says two time world yeah I'm pretty sure you got to defend it yeah, four right. times um, defend your belts defend your belts and he looks like he's gonna and, he, and you know what's crazy or what's awesome is he looks like it's gonna be in Australia or yeah he's gonna push for it to be in Australia yeah um, mate if we could get the great Cambosis Junior walking out at ANZ in front of 60,000, people, you know, with Sunday me, Arbor. With us, me, one of his Spartan brothers. I'll dress like fucking Tyson Fury did if he wants. I think he would. I think he'd allow it. Mm. I, I just think that you need to meet each other first so you can connect on that Spartan level. Oh, definitely. And then he will say, you know what, you are one of us coming to the camp. Well, you obviously facilitate that meeting because you guys yeah, are obviously. good mates. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Um, could you imagine the amount of interviews he would have to do now? He'd be getting pumped. Oh, my God. It would get fucking repetitive and oh. they'd be lined up one after another. Mm. So you'd just be the same thing, same thing, same uh, thing. Not to same mention thing, the fact that thing. you're probably fucking a little concussed from the night before and you're just like... Yeah, yeah, a little. Oh, man, he'd be working on like little, little sleep. Mm. Man, what an what incredible performance. One of the... I'm just, I just feel grateful we got to... You know, you get to... Ex when you get older, you realise a moment is a moment. Yes. And you get to experience it. Like when you're younger, it's just like you don't really appreciate... This is like one of those things we'll talk, mate, fuck, back in my day, George Gambos. Like the McGregor, like McGregor's run, fucking yeah. uh, Tyson's run, which obviously we're, uh, we're too young for, but like I was like jealous. It's always referred to, to yeah. always. Or even like Tom Travoy this year, this year. Tommy Turner's um, year. Just sitting there going, holy shit, he had six line breaks. Mm. Um, so incredible Cambosis. I'm sure Tom will reach out and you guys will connect when you get back. I'd uh, prefer he reach out, but I'll, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, you're, you, don't, you don't reach out, do we you? We don't reach out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll reach he'll out. He'll reach right? out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now, we'll talk about it quickly because obviously you guys aren't Brett Finch. You are other people. You're other human beings. We're different people. With different opinions and, and thoughts. Um, the Brandon Smith interview, uh, you know, more has come out from it. They've really milked it for all it's worth. Oh, they've milked it. Um, so Fuck me, they've just milked quickly, this thing. There's no milk left in this thing. There's no milk. And there's no mayo. There's no mayo. No. Nah. Um, just quickly, thoughts on the interview consider all things considered as in like storm's opinion you know as a storm fan but also as a consumer of content in the game thoughts on the interview i purely on the interview i thought it was a great interview i thought like it was it was i really enjoyed it i thought it was interesting the whole way through and i think in context despite obviously a couple of things but broadly he came off as a good bloke to me like just like i thought it like he seemed like the sort of guy i was like oh he seems like a cool dude he's kind of what i expected there is obviously elements to it where I can come, I can see how like a fucking Storm fan is like, you're talking about wanting to go win mm. a comp with the Roosters. Like mm. there's a few things there that if they just, if they weren't included in the interview, then I think it would have been play on. Um, look, were we sympathetic to him because it seems like he was wearing a punters and dribblers hat exclusively for seven days straight? Uh, potentially. Maybe. We still don't even know where but he got you, it from. You guys, no. you guys aren't biased. So you but he looks fucking great in it. We we aren't biased. I think that he looked good in the hat. I think the hat played. <laughs> I think the hat played very well. If he wasn't wearing the hat, who knows how bad this thing could have gone? Well, I, I dare say, Tom, and I don't. I hope I'm not drawing too long a bow. <laughs> I think he's out of the game of rugby league <laughs> without the hat. If he hasn't got that hat on, it's almost like a shield. Like he's still copping it, but with that hat has saved his life. It almost yeah. it's almost like a dribble free card. Like, you know, Jono's going to look at it and, or even the Storm and go, oh, he's just dribbling. He's just a dribbler. <laughs> he's a dribbler. He's a punter. Oh, he's a, okay. He's got it on his fucking hat. He's, he's just oh, dribbling. Okay. He's, he got in the zone of dribbling. Maybe he said a few things that were pretty offensive to Storm fans, but he's in the dribble zone. Yeah. Let him go. Dribbler flow state. Dribble flow state. And that hat will do it to you. Yeah. 
it'll it'll get you going. What I liked about it as well is like when I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, he's just a dude. Mm. He's like a that's dude. how you would talk about it to your mate. Yes, exactly. If you were going through it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it was completely unguarded in that way, and that's why I fucking loved it. Mm. But yeah, obviously, if you're a Storm fan, might have pissed you off just a tad <laughs> when he said that he wanted to win a comp with the, with the Roosters. I was like, okay, yep, <laughs> sure. I get it. Like, what would I do if Tommy Turbo said that? Yeah. Well, he wouldn't. But, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? He'd never say that, but, yeah. There's but, also an element, though, and, like, again, I'm playing devil's advocate slash he was wearing a punters and dribbles hat. So, like... <laughs> which saved his life. Saved his life. Yeah. Like, there's an element as well where, obviously, if he'd said to the Storm, like, he was going to let give them the last right of reply to all of these offers he was getting. But I do also think there's an element where, like, the Storm publicly stated their intention at least a little bit by going well we're going to sign harry grant for two years so like and you want to play hooker full-time harry wants to play hooker full-time we've signed him long term there is an element where they're and then they're going go have a look like the storm have kind of done made their position known. not really to a degree they 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 got rid of finucan so they could keep the cheese oh is that why they got rid of dale well as in not got rid of him but that's why they didn't have enough money in the cap because they were going to try... They're going to try to keep the cheese. Right. And also, I, I, I don't understand that argument because guess who was starting hooker this year when Br- Harry Grant was playing? Brent Smith. Yes. So there's no, there was no, indi- there's no indication that the Storm were just like, Harry Grant's got the position, whatever. They had, this year, they chose Brendan Smith to start at nine. So I don't, I don't... You can't... To expect that the Storm have to go, oh, we're going to get rid of Harry Grant just for the chance to keep you. And if we, if we sign Harry Grant, then we've just got a cop. You can do whatever you want. I don't know about that. But, but don't you think the Storm could have gone, and again... I don't think they re-signed him recently. They, they, this is, that deal He's, was... It was this year, though. He, re, they, he re-signed this year, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was. I could be wrong, but I don't think it was. Well, I could certainly be wrong. We know yeah. that. I don't think that he we re-signed do That year. we do know. That we do know. Highly likely. I think he had a deal signed like before he went to the Tigers. Yeah, I thought he got extended though. Again, mm, maybe. Okay, I remember what it was. He had an option, like a mutual option in the last year, and that got activated this year. Yeah, so it's just part of that contract. Yeah. Okay, right. So it's not so much like they were like, well, we want fucking. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Okay. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm pretty confident that Dalfin, who can, they had no money in the cap because they're trying to keep it for Cheese. And also, they had said to Cheese, like, go out, get your market's worth, then give us the last right of, you know, putting Reply. something together for yeah. you. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I said my opinion on, on the last podcast, but was it really interesting from a non-Swarm uh, fan perspective? Absolutely. Was it the best thing for Brandon right now? Probably not. I think that you need to just wait a while. Um, let, the, like, let the negotiations be done. You know, do things. I just feel like when it comes to business, just be as safe as you can be. There's, mm. it, him coming out and do the podcast now compared to three or four weeks when it's all done, um, there's no difference for Brendan. It's he, he gains the same. Yeah. He, he gained nothing by doing that on Sunday. Mm. Like that insight he can give us any time in the yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so I just reckon there were just a few things where you're right. He was speaking like a dude to his mates. Um, but when when you're doing that and you're just talking about yourself, I think that's okay. But when it's business and it's involving a lot of people, just got to be a little bit smarter. And he's already come out and apologised and said, yeah. you know, sorry if my words offended you. Blah blah blah. So, um, what do you make of all the fucks? Yes, we were getting into that. So now the uh, there, now the the gates have been opened. The floodgates have been opened. There's a there's an angle for you know 
people to really dig deep into the interview and try and get as just just squeeze as much controversy out of it as they can. Yeah, yeah. but also with no context. Yes. So now the someone has come out. Was it the Telegraph that initially came out and did this? Yeah, the, Dean, Dean Ritchie. So Dean Ritchie has come out and counted the uh, words that have been swear words in the interview. I uh, think we call that fucks per minute. Fucks FPM. per minute, apparently. FPMs. Yep. FPMs. Similar to PCMs, mm. but in an co- interview context. Yeah, so and, it's FPMs and CPMs. Yeah, and cunts, cunts per hour. <laughs> cunts per hour, yeah. Well, because it's three, so it's usually around. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Cunts less. It's about 1.5 per hour. Well, it's a, it's a different metric, Tom. Yeah. And it's used because the usage usually... Slightly down. Well... Significantly, significantly down. down. You Fucks per minute, cunts per hour. Cunts not used that often. No. I've used it twice now in a minute, but <laughs> you know what I mean. And well, you'll see, your cunts per hour is through the roof right now. I've you, I've genuinely speaking, Tom, had a pretty high CPH. <laughs> CPH. Yeah. CPH, yep. Probably higher than most. Mm. So I, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. But you don't want to be C-bombing too much because then it loses its, it becomes Lust uncouth. Yeah. Well, it needs to be like a, Okay. It needs to hit you. It needs to be gut Whoa. punch. Yeah. And it hits you. It, oh, if used correctly, it can hit you. Oh, it can hit you. between the eyes. Like, oh, okay. This yeah. Blake knows what he's talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Blake's a real deal. So Dean Ritchie has come out and said, quote, what kind of uncouth and loudish society do we live in when a high-profile sportsman is applauded, even celebrated, for saying F and C numerous times on a public platform? Just quickly, I don't think he's being celebrated Thank you. for that. I was going to say, he's at, at no point, <laughs> at no point has anyone at any stage applauded him or even celebrated him for his fucks per minute or his cunts per hour. That just yeah. hasn't happened. I think, I think that he's being celebrated for his honest insight that we never get as fans. Correct. Uh, now, this is a quote. We're going back into Dean Ritchie's quote. What kind of boorish and crude online trolls actually think this is acceptable? Uh, my goodness, hasn't society become coarse? Brandon Smith dropped... 61 f-bombs times uh 61 f-bombs they fucked it up times and used the c-word three times in a 55 minute interview i'm not sure what is more unpalatable smith's choice of words or the oafish support he's received the trolls claimed smith was at liberty to express himself that way because this this wasn't a mainstream media and the podcast owners posted it uh with an explicit warning um these Podcasts attract big names in a sport where mainstream media, which is trained and trusted journalists, are yep. often denied access by clubs, and this is exactly what happens. Trusted's an interesting. I think it's some are trusted. It's interesting. Um, while it's interesting use of words. While the Twitter haters had a hissy fit over criticism directed to Smith, the more cons- uh, the more considered fans let their thoughts be known via an online Daily, Daily Telegraph poll. Behind a paywall, seventy percent voted for Smith to be fined uh, by the NRL for his language. Just quickly, if you're doing a poll on your platform, it could be biased. Also, how many people voted? <laughs> but yeah. And uh, almost so, how many times did Dean vote? Yeah. <laughs> um, Smith called his coach, Craig Bellamy, a true coaching master, an old effer. He demeaned his club and teammates, even embarrassed the universally liked Dale Finucane, bravo, Brendan, and bravo to your online fans who lapped up your profanities. What a proud day for our great game. Um, now, don't go too hard in the paint. No. We'll it's keep it as calm. It's got to be measured. You got Thoughts? I, can you just do me a favour and scroll back up? Uncouth, loutish, uh, where else? Boorish, crude. My goodness, hasn't society become coarse? Like, does anyone believe Dean Ritchie, who seems like just a guy's guy, does anyone believe that? Like, does anyone believe that that's really how he feels or is he just playing a role? 
Mm. Which again, I'm cool with. Like, I like that the we always talk about the importance of the rugby league media and how much like you know they sort of narrate the crazy soap opera. They're important of the game. They're, they're important. Got, they're like, absolutely saying, important. I'm not anti it. Yeah, but it, I don't believe it though. Mm. Like, I don't believe that angle. And if you're gonna go and count fucks per minute, like, come on, dude. Mm. Well, I mean, come on. I think it's um, it's very it's it's interesting because. As it's been brought up uh, by, I think, Rugby League Guru, mm. um, the FPMs in Fox League's fantastic documentary that we all loved because it was a great insight. Yeah. I think it was about 100 per minute. 130, uh, sorry, 100 per hour. hour. 130 per hour. Which um, is a higher... High FPM. A higher FPM than Brandon locked, locked mm. in in 55 minutes. It was also greenlit by Fox mm. because it was a Fox League production mm. approved by the NRL. Mm. Yeah. And, and Dean loved it. Well, yeah. they didn't have anything and to say. Is. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and what's interesting is that, um, and look, respect Dean's opinion. He's, he's every right to have his opinion. Um, but the difference is, is that was put on a Fox. Fox League, which is a major stakeholder. You could arguably, you could argue the biggest stakeholder in rugby league. Like if you want to watch rugby league, outside of nine, you have to go to Fox Sports. Whereas this is a podcast that, you have to choose to opt in. Like you have to go to that to YouTube. You have to put it in the thing. So you've got to choose to watch it. Whereas like you, you, when it comes to rugby league content and if you don't go on the internet, Fox Sports is really the only place you can watch rugby league content. Mm. So you could argue that's the FPMs per hour. Sorry, the FPHs. Um, no, it's CPH. CPH. FPM. FPMs. FPMs. Apologies, apologies. Look, it's, we're it's, all getting our head around it. It's more uncouth on the Fox League thing. But again, I'm not making that argument. I'm not, I think that I thought it was actually really good to see Michael Maguire passionate and yeah. who he was, who he was, who the Tigers were. I thought, I thought it was a great documentary. Um, this should, but it just, it just, it just points to the fact that it's like, you, you've either got your head in the sand about the way the world is, the way people are, or the way that like, you know, the way that media is heading, it's not saying that it's like, oh, mainstream media is dead, but like podcasts are there. They're mm. not going anywhere. And it's a place where people clearly enjoy seeing people let their guard down a little yeah. bit. There's obviously mistakes that Brandon made here, but to be, to be, sig to be picking out the swear words, like yeah. there are things in this interview that you can reasonably say Brandon shouldn't have done. Absolutely. But the swear word angle is like, you know what? And like, say whatever you want about uh, any of the fucking rugby league journos. I didn't see this bullshit from anyone else. You had, like, Buzz had his opinion and that was the opinions were about reasonable things. Mm, well, mm. fucking Hoops had his opinion. But to come and just pick out F-words yeah, no, is bizarre. like, is that, your, is that your take on this? Yeah, I, it's, it's strange, to be honest. I, like, I understand that, you know, players are representing clubs and, and, you know, yeah, you could argue, maybe just tone the F-bombs down if you, you want to. But if this, you're right, like, if this is your issue, I personally don't think there is an issue. You're kind of looking for things yeah. to be upset about. There is far more concerning things in that interview outside of the language, especially when the there is already precedent. The Fox Fox Sports greenlit an f bomb laden documentary mm. that we all love. That was all ordered. The only issue is, is this is not on. You know, this is not mainstream. So apparently, it's you know bad or whatever. So I understand people that are like, you know, it's great to um, and yeah. To be very clear, we're we all in agreement. There's certain things that Cheese probably just should have just, just kept out of the interview. Um, so it's not us defending the Cheese, some of those things, you know. Um, so don't, please don't confuse us going, oh, you just letting him say whatever he wants. Absolutely not. But I think if you're going to look for the F-bombs, I, I think it's a bit much. If this is the line of yeah. concern you have with the interview, 
it's a waste of everyone's yeah. time and it's it's like a it's not the point yeah have a have a point by all means have mm. your opinion by all means, but this is crazy yeah I, I, and i also think he he in my opinion people aren't celebrating the f-bombs and the c words they're not they're celebrating the real insight they've never really seen before also let's not pretend like people don't speak like that yeah so particularly in our generations maybe like older generations swearing's a little more frowned upon but like in our generation everyone swears all the time i didn't even notice i didn't i didn't even notice yeah i didn't notice didn't notice once but don't you think that's sort of like Again, like it's sort of... But, but he's like, oh, the online trolls are celebrating it, trying to lump people that support Brandon yeah, Smith in with the, like the camp troll. Yeah, oh, That's so you're Like they're troll. the same thing? What yeah. are you talking about? We all know about? he's got a, his opinions on trolls. Uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly... Look him up. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, most people, if you said, probably shouldn't have said the premiership thing in the Roosters, probably should have spoken to Storm, 90% of trolls would be like, you know what? You're probably right. Like, I, I agree with that. I, I haven't met anyone that is like, nah, everything he said, totally sweet. Who cares? Don't worry about it. Most reasonable people are like, yeah, I think there are certain things. But outside, most of the interview, like 90% or 80% of the interview was great, good insight. So they're very different. Like, and, uh, yeah, online trolls, yeah, you're right. Like, lumping that all in together, that's, it's like, yeah. it's if not... You, if you disagree with me, you're clearly an online troll. Yeah, it's... Um, the trolls claimed Smith was at liberty to express himself. So you're saying he's not? Yeah, it's... Uh, what are you saying? Expressive stuff that way because... And at the end of the day, if Dean Ritchie got the exclusive and the interview was the same, <coughs> he would have been fucking... Exactly. Loving it. Do we think that he would have... Scoop of the year. He would have oh, been yeah. walking through the office with his hog out going, have a go at me. <laughs> Look at this. Do you reckon he would have <laughs> been like, great Brandon, I, I think maybe we should cut out the Bullshit. swear words or the thing about the roosters. He would have lent into it. He would have been like, say more, yeah, say yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oi, say cunt again. You see, you, you cunts per hour, I doubt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, just a tap on the shoulder. Yeah. Oh, the producer's just informed me, mate. Your CPH is a little low. Yeah, uh, so we were looking for five to six. Yeah. You know what? Put it this way. If the docker came out, and Dean Ritchie was like, had this article about the doco, and then he had this article about Brandon, mm. I would be like, oh, fair enough. He just doesn't like swearing, and mm. that's his, his opinion. But it does seem a bit targeted because it isn't the uh, traditional way to be have done, to things have been done. Um, anyway, I, I think this will blow over in a few days, and mm. no one will, you know, I, I, I fully sympathise with the Storm fans. I think, I think every fan can sympathise with the Storm fans if their player had basically announced they were leaving and mm. saying they wanted to win a premiership while they still had a year to go. Mm. Um, I don't think anyone's begrudging um, Smith going out in the market. No one's begrudging me that. I think it's just could have been handled a bit sharper. I think you cut, cut out 20% of that interview. It's a great, great interview. Yeah. Great interview. And no one can really be that upset. Um, and he's wearing a great hat. Which protected well, his like life. He looked He looked, yeah, he looked really good. He did if look anything, good. he's come out of this probably with a couple of, you know, impending... Modeling gigs. Yeah, well, I was going to say also uh, maybe just some more Hello Sport merch on the way. <coughs> well, of course. <laughs> we'll find his address. He may well now be our <laughs> brand. brand ba- yeah. Yeah. Well, I know he's sort of signed he's with YKTR, YKTR, but, but you know, like, well, we'll just give him some shit for free. Because he looked good in that punters and dribblers hat. He did look good. I won't deny good. he looked good. He, he looked good in the hat. Um, See, Dean should have been talking about that. That's something you can talk about. How, look, yeah, look he, he did swear, but how about the hat he was yeah. wearing? Is anyone talking about that? Well, actually, the online trolls are, Dean. They were saying it's good. good <laughs> the online trolls. The trolls loved it. Yeah. You know what's funny is, like, trolls actually used to mean, like, you're on the internet and you say things you don't mean to get out a rise out of people. But now it's just like everyone's a troll. Like, yeah. anyone that is 
doesn't agree with you, troll, troll, troll. That's also, yeah, exactly. It's also anyone who doesn't agree with you is a troll and anyone who maybe has a point that gives is like, it's like the woke brigade. Yeah. It's so like, you're either just woke or you're a troll. It's like, yeah, okay, it's like, I mean, that's a different opinion. I love how he that's sort of frames it as well, that if you voted on the Daily Telegraph rigged you're, poll, you're, you're, then you're like, you're a, like, you're a great person. Yeah. What did he the say? The 70%. Where, yeah, the more considered fans. <laughs> the more considered fans. <laughs> <laughs> and so, just imagine this like pompous old bloke sitting there going, yes, I am rather considered. <laughs> yes. I'm I won't vote on that poll. But also like... I won't get into the Twitter haters hissy fit. It's like that poll, most of the people don't like, like he's a player for an opposition team. So most people are like, yeah, fuck him. He's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even if he didn't do anything wrong. If you just put a poll up, should Kalen Ponga be fined? People like seven percent. Yes, because <laughs> he's, he's should we find yeah. Galen Ponga? Because he's not a part of my team. Yeah. Yes, he should be fine. Um, so very straight. <laughs> uh, very straight. Leave, leave comments in the YouTube. Should Kalen Ponga be fine? <laughs> Let us know in the comments section. Should Kalen Ponga be fine? <laughs> Why? Well, just cause. Just because. Should he be fine? That's we're well, just asking the question. We just want to know. Jeez, be bloody. Um, what's the word? Considered. Be considered. You, you grubs. You trolls. Yeah, you're a bunch of trolls. Um, yeah, so again, to be really clear, we're not, we're not saying that there weren't things wrong with the um, interview. I personally, if, if, if I was advising the great cheese, Sir Cheese, or one of my favourite players in the comp, I would have said, let's put a hold in this podcast, get the business done. You know, my advice to anyone, like, I've been fortunate enough to be a part of substantial negotiations. When it comes to business, keep it locked down and tight. So everyone feels respected, everyone feels appreciated. Until the deal's done, let everything settle then you can release a podcast. The insight would have been just as good if we had heard it in two weeks, three weeks' time, or even six months' time. It would have been just as cool, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um, But the good thing is, Cheese has come out. He's apologised. We all move forward. What I do know, he's going to rip and tear. Fucking oath he will. He's going to rip and tear. Uh, so uh, interesting times for the Storm, though. So Storm have confirmed he's on the move at the end of 2022. Basically, I mean, I'd be surprised if he doesn't go to the Roosters now. Could you imagine if he's like, eh, joking, going that would be Dolphins. That would be wild. That would be all time. Because that was it as well. Watching that was like, well, he's not saying, he's saying he's made up his mind, but he's not giving, he's not saying where it is. But I'm like, if it's not the Roosters based on what he's saying, yeah. then this is He's also telling, him, he's also telling us how he wants Robbo, how Robbo wants, wants him to, to play. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, okay. That'd be, that'd be in the grand final all-time Warpools. That, I think it would win. Psych, go to the Dolphins. I'd be like, whoa. It would be all-time Warpool. Yeah. Also, it'd be, mar- it'd be almost genius level Woolpool. And I think actually, because everyone hates the Roosters, he'd be forgiven very quick if he pulled a Woolpool on him. <laughs> also, I think he'd be an absolute shoo for Woolpool of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the prestigious Woolpool Awards. Wool the Beaks. The Golden Beaks. Golden I Beaks. Probably need it. I don't know if we, we had a Woolpool this year. I don't we? think we did have That's a Woolpool. It's going in. It's going in. <laughs> and they wear a giant fleece. Marina <laughs> <laughs> um, Wool. Now, it looks like it's the Roosters. Thoughts on the cheese at the Roosters? Hectic. Hectic. Oh, wow. yeah. Holy shit. I've had a feeling in my deep in my plums for a while <laughs> that he's going to go to the Roosters because I'm just like, he's a good fit. He'll do very well there. They're going to go to another level. It just cements them as a great club, Imagine which is annoying Wilson. because I love to hate the Roosters, but fuck, they've got some good players. Mm. Oh my God. They've just got such good players. Him and Connor Watson coming at you. Oh, bro. For 80 minutes. They'll fucking feed. They'll yeah. feed, blokes. Him and Victor. Oh, shooting out of the Victor the Inflictor. Line. Yeah. Oh my Imagine god! Imagine both of them lining you up. There's there's like three serious inflictors right there. Wow. Angus Crichton. Ooh. Fourth. Satili. 
Five. Oh my god, Hargreaves. Hargreaves, six. <laughs> Lindsay Collins, Origin player. Do we also take a moment to discuss whilst we're on the Roosters with Crichton? Crichton has cut his hair. Yeah, big news. Big news. Does Shut. it play? I think it plays. plays. I think it's out think of the, it the, the, the Tom Birmingham playbook, though, if I can be honest. I shaved my head. Oh, is it you? A couple of weeks later. You do have a tendency to feel like events, myself, well, yeah. events in the world that have nothing to do with you actually have everything to do with you. There's certainly an argument to be made that he has shaved his head because of me. No one's inserts himself into a story about the Tom. Nobody. I'm just saying there is a chance. It's something to look at, something to chance? consider. Chance? Chance. Chance, France. Say uh, chance. Just say it. Because chance is starting to piss everyone off. <laughs> You're going to get cancelled, but I know. I'm just letting you know. You're going to get cancelled. Yeah. yeah. That'll be You it. keep doing that. That's you can, do, you can do a lot of things, but chants and dances, that's cancelable offences. I like would that. say this of Angus Crichton. I think he's got his timing great. I don't think you can go another season of long hair. It was wearing a little. It's like, okay. It's almost like. Fashion. I like to I like 2021 to see, Crichton was long yeah. hair. 2022 Crichton shaved head down a business, ready to just. I take like how. Like, you still wearing skinny jeans, bro? Nah. Take them off. Yeah. yeah. Take, take the skinny jeans Flare off. Flare jeans are done. They don't wear the flares. Mm -mm. But I do like the fact that he's gone from luscious, long, you know, very soft and elegant to aggressive, criminal shave of the head. Yeah, do you tough. know why I think he did? Why? Because I think it's business time. You're against business. You're with the business. Yeah. I think it's business time. When you shave your head, it's about business. It's I think after business. a tough year last year, on obviously injury riddled, the, it was an uphill battle all year. I think when you finish a year like that, you just look around, you go, Fuck, feels to me like 2022 might be about business. Do you think that when about he got it done, it done? Do you think when he, got, when he got it done, he messaged his mates and said, new hair, don't care? Or he inboxed the, their WhatsApp group, the players' WhatsApp group, and said, business time. Hmm. Time to get down to business. Yeah, yeah. Always put your suits on, we're going to business. Suits on, time to do some bass. Yeah, get your basses done. Make yeah. sure your bass is all done. You don't want to be going to New Year footy without your bass. Without your bass. Get your bass Just squared away. <laughs> Square your bass away. Get it squared. If you haven't done Q, Q1, 2 and 3 by the start, time you walk onto that footy field, it's going to be a bad year. Yeah, it's Fair trouble. Bad. Panic stations. I've never seen a footy team win a con without doing their best. No. And some do it better than others. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tom. That we do know. <laughs> Look, Roosters are good at doing their best. They're very good. Haven't missed one. <laughs> haven't missed a deadline. Squeaky clean bass. Haven't missed a deadline. That's why no one looks under the, under the hood. No. Because the bass Have is they missed the bass? No. Well, we're not looking. No, it's all good. That's the key, you reckon, to getting a good squad together is making sure you don't ever be laid on a bass. Mate, the auditors, they're pretty, like, simple. You don't want to get behind on your bass. That's it. If you want the Melbourne Storm, that's, that's what did the Melbourne Storm in all those years ago. <laughs> they were super late on their basses. And they were like, what the <laughs> and fuck? And the government was like, oi, brah, can you put your bass in already? Yeah, and then the NRL's like, listen, dude, just do your bass and we won't come looking. Now we got to look. Now it's a fucking And they were always like, oh, couldn't we bothered? Like, it's so complicated. So much paperwork, man. And like, yeah, yeah we got some, I can't find the receipts for all the stuff I bought. Yeah. Who keeps receipts? Yeah. So you reckon it was, it was the Storm just... Their players weren't keeping receipts of like petty money and that, and then they were wigging out like, "Oh, we can't put our bass in because the boys forgot their receipts." Yeah, I just I didn't get a receipt for the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon you get receipts when you buy a boat? Yeah, I reckon. If, if you ask, you know, one. to be honest, I think that they didn't even breach the cap; they just couldn't find their receipts. Do you ask for receipts? Do you ask for receipts uh, when I buy boats? When you buy anything, <laughs> uh, you're always offered a receipt. Yeah, I don't take them. I, I, I'm of the mind. I I it actually pisses me off when they offer it. I'd rather I've got to ask. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, 
It pisses you off. Well, it doesn't it piss off. That's an aggressive word. But I'm like, bro, if I wanted one, I'd ask for Fuck one. Off. What do old people do with all their receipts? Yeah, I don't, where do all the receipts go? Where do they go? Well, I what think do they do eventually with they collapse, like under, like suffocate under like a mountain of receipts. Because people sometimes, like when you're in a line, they're like, and sometimes they won't get offered a receipt, which I think is like the new age. <laughs> And they'll go, where's my receipt? I'm like, you, you bought like a $3.50 coffee, bro. Do yeah, you I'm need not, a receipt? No, no, no. Do, Do you, you get a receipt for shit that like might break and you need to get Do it you need a receipt? Look, it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation. I think... Um, <laughs> Look, are we, are we off topic? No. <laughs> No, we're not. No, we're not. Look, we're just, can, you know, can we make accounting month. sexy? We can do that. Oh, yeah, we, we can. We can do that, but we're not going to do it today. No, not today. Not the today. dirty merger accountants. Um, not but today. look, if there's any advice you get out of today, it's should Kalen Ponga be fined? And uh, do your bass on time. Do your bass on time and keep your receipts. Yeah. Also, Joey Manu resigned. That's what I want to speak about you next. Did he come down to Div 3 and you gave him a bit of nut? That's why he resigned. Look, we've been doing some private sessions, some one-on-one stuff. Joey reached out. Yeah. Couple of weeks ago, he reached said, out. You didn't reach out to him. You wanted to keep we don't it reach quiet. We're like, I don't know. Behind I don't toot my own horn like Tom. No. Okay. But Joey called me up I and he know. said, "Listen, mate, I'm heard you're in Div One again this year. Obviously, you've been fucking ripping and tearing." I said, "Yeah, I have. I haven't missed many tags. I missed a couple, but not many. <laughs> no crucial ones, though. No crucial well, you ones. You can't be perfect. I've gone through the line a couple of times. I've given some pretty, some pretty nice nut. Come down. I'll show you what it's all about." And he said, "Listen, I want to be a rover like Tom Draboyevich." And I said. There's only one way that's happening. Get on back. Get on my back and I'll fucking show you it. Show you how to rope. Done. Show you how to rope, mate. You want to play centre? Come with me. Want to play fullback? Come with me. Want to play centre? Come with me. Want to play front row? Come with me. I'll show you how it's done. And I'll tell you what, Denon, he's come a long way. So he's in the last couple of weeks. Huge year. Huge year. So did you get a call from Politis at all saying, look, we're trying to keep our boy. Can you just take him under your wing? We're trying to re-sign him. Warriors are offering him a squillion dollars. Well, now Joey reached out, but Politis has been sending around some nice gifts. No, at vote at all? Huh? A boat with a receipt? Can't say. <laughs> Can't say. Bruce's notoriously a private club. Notoriously. They're, they're private I mean, people. Usually. Yeah. Look, I will say this, though. It'll be a nice day on the water when the sun's shining again. Can we have a... <laughs> Can we have a cheese moment? Can you delve deep into the negotiations with Nick Polos, yeah. please? No, I won't. Won't do it? No, no, no. I won't be drawn into that world. All I'll say is it'll be a nice day for all of us on the water when the sun's shining. Mm. That's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> Nothing to do with the boat there. Just read it. No, I'm just saying we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll paddle out. Yeah. The Get three the of us. Okay. You, Joey, Nick. Yeah. Or us as well. Us, we invited. Yeah, oh, invite oh, yeah. oh, that's probably sweet. Have, I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Three or four hundred at a pinch out there. Floating around. Great day on the water. <laughs> Ripping and tearing. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, now, that's uh, what happens when you're good at what you do. <laughs> Look, it's two similarities with cheese. Like, he's the best in the business, gets away with a little bit. You're the best in the business, you're getting away with a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Get away with plenty. Yeah. Now, what does this mean for Sam Verrills? Uh, could the eels go after him? You know, also. In amongst this, this I mean, when we talk about hookers being hot property, fuck, hookers haven't been, they've never been this hot. No. Never been this hot. Panthers have come out and strongly denied Cheese's claim that they were interested in him. Um, so where do you reckon this leaves the hooker market? You've got Sam Verrills, obviously the Roosters sitting there going, oh, okay, sweet, I guess. What am I doing? Won a premiership, but all right, I'll see you later. But, but then do you reckon because of the way that the, how hot the hooker market is right now, Sam Verrills goes, okay, well, look, maybe... 
I am on the out at the Roosters, but you've got the Dolphins sitting on ass loads of cash. Parramatta shit in the bed left, right and centre. They now have room for a hooker mm. that maybe it works out in his favour. Obviously, you don't necessarily want to leave the club. You love the Roosters, but like... Man, honestly, leaving the Roosters, I wouldn't want to do that. No. Yeah. You know, you're staying for Prems. Yes. And he's already won a Prem. So then maybe ass loads of cash. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'd assume Parramatta are having a go on him. He's good, he's young. He's a, yeah, he's a really good hooker. He's, he's struggled with injury a little bit, but they've been un, like unlucky injuries, not like, you know, because he doesn't take he's care of himself. He's breaking down all the time. Yeah. Um, but very interesting times for hookers because Appy Corrissi hasn't re-signed yet either. Mm. Um, so very interesting time, very interesting time. Um, now, there are now eight players who have signed with the club for 2023. Andrew Abdo says the NRL will be speaking to the RLPA over coming months with a view of making changes to the current system. I think that players signing so far out is not good. I, don't, I just, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, it makes it difficult though, right? Like, how, like I mean, how far out can you sign? Like, it's like a year or something, right? So like, well, if you had the cheese, say, right? Like, say he announced well, from, it. It's nearly a year and a half from when you play. Like, yeah. You can sign November 1st and then not play till... A, y- a year, year later, and a, yeah. a little bit to the March so, fucking 14th or whatever. But then, like, if you do it at the end of a season before the next season, I feel like that's a little tougher on players. Well, I think that, like... You've got to up and move your whole your shit. Yeah, I, like, I totally agree. But what I think is, is that's why you need a trade window. So everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. Every, you know what I mean? Like, if there's a trade window... But could you have... Would you have that mid-season? Is that kind probably. of... Probably. But even, even end of season, you've got eight weeks to move. And you yeah. know it's coming. Like you know, I'm, I'm the trade. Let's say the trade window was immediately when the season ended. You know it's coming. You know your there'd be whispers. You know, like clubs would have reached out, and you would kind of know where you're probably going to go. Do you know you're up for being traded at the end of a season? Is that sort of how that would work? Like, I'd, I'd or is assume. it like you could have the rug pulled out from under you and the club go, "Well, actually, yeah. we're going to trade." Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it would work. I do. I, they need to do something. They need to structure it. They, I think they're missing out on a lot of content. Well, yeah, they are. Like, but you say that it's not enough time, and like it, based on what they get now, yeah, it isn't enough time. But in soccer over in Europe, they get traded in the summer, which is like fucking four weeks or Mm. five weeks. Mm. Go to new countries, then there's like a January window, which is another four weeks. But it's pretty tight. Whereas, you know, you could get cracking October, second week of October, all the way through to December. That's three months. Mm. It's quite. It's quite a yeah. That's a fair time. amount of time. Then yeah, plus January, that's four months. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think, I think there's time. enough time yeah. to do it. Yes. For sure. Look, at it's, and if it's just the nature of the job you do and you get remunerated well, then it's kind of just like... And also, you can it. have... I reckon you would be allowed to have, you know, your manager going for coffees in the background, getting a feeling for things. Oh, coffees would be happening. You yeah. can't, you can't uh, put a ban on coffees. Caffeine. Would this, would only, be, would this only be, do you think, for... Free agents, yeah. or do you think the clubs would start trading players? I You've got a year left. Fuck off. I you think pay it'd be inevitable. I think that would be inevitable. Like, yeah. as in clubs would just start pushing for it, trying to move players off their books, balancing the cap. You know, there's a million clubs out there right now with players that are on a lot of money that they probably want to develop, uh, put into development, or sign a younger guy. I think it would the whole the whole trading, whether it's come to trading players on contract. Or just free agents. I think you'd just put the whole lot in there. How long does this sort of thing take, though? Is it to do the whole thing or to set up? No, for like how much back and forth is there in negotiations, particularly with like your prize balls? 
I don't think there's it, that much. I really don't think there's that much. You like, know? you know, a couple of weeks, oh, three or four weeks. But if you want to get a deal done, you get it done. Like, it's what else is a player manager doing? He's not that busy. You know mm. what I mean? It's not like... <laughs> yeah, so three or four months is more than enough time. Oh, it's... Pl- the content heaps. would be sick. I'd love... A, the like content that I create. The chaos. Trade. So it would be like, you know, October 5th or 6th or whatever, every year, bang, we're on. Yeah, I reckon. And it goes till mid-January or something. Or well, I'd go even less. I'd go, it goes till, you know... 31st. December or something. December the 1st or something like that. And you just... You know, everyone's prepared for it. Everyone knows it's about to happen. December 5th, two months, bang. Yeah, December 5th, two months, bang. Get it done. Get the trades in. Pre-season start. Like, you've got plenty of time to train pre-season. Then, like, if you, you know, if you if there's a month where you've got no club, you know, you just train by yourself. You get get your body ready. Get into December 1st. Because, like, I already I already think the, the pre-seasons are too long. Like, fuck me. They, some of them start in November. November 1st. Yeah. Like, that's so long, man. I remember mm. back in the days, you used to like peak before Christmas and then you four start months. dropping off. That's four months. Yeah, it's a lot of time. Flogged, like flogged. That is a months. long time. Like boxing camps are 12 weeks, man, you know? And that's a camp for a boxing match. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, rec- I, I think there needs to be something. I think they're, they're leaving a lot of money on the table by not having a trade window. And also they just it just... You know, eight players signed a year out. Like, it just I weird. Do, it seems like with the cheese thing, it almost might be the catalyst for it. It might be. Because it's, yeah. it's like it or not, whatever the whole the interview and shit, like, it certainly has... It, there's always a spotlight on it, but the way that this thing's played out is almost like... If the NRL do nothing, you're like, okay. Yeah. It's also unique, I think, just off the top of the dome in world sport. To what? Not have it. To be like, I'm going a year. I'm going to this club in fucking eighteen months' time. Yeah, right. That does not happen anywhere else. It's like I'm getting traded, and you go the next day. Dude, there are guys like in the NBA who are literally like suiting up, and they walk out in the court, and then something. You've been like, traded. You're actually you've been traded, buddy. Yeah. Back in the sheds and piss off. Like we are, we are quite amateur in that way. The NRL is mm. compared to the rest of the world. It's different, and I think. The biggest point from the NRL's perspective is dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've been able to lean on the scandal during the off-season for decades now. Yeah. But imagine having both. Imagine having both. Yeah. Imagine, I mean, it would be, it'd be basically better than the season. Pretty much better, better than footy. Yeah. Mate, the, the paper from the front page <laughs> to the back page would be about the game of rugby league if you're playing scandals into trades. Imagine the... the the scandalous m- trade. Mayo. Yeah, scandalous a trade. Scandalous trade. Imagine the mayo on trading that would happen. The he said this, she said this, this the trade happened here. Whispers. Oh, trade whispers. It would just be Mayo Central. Oh, yeah. And the be. journos would be licking their lips because they don't have to make up shit in the offseason now. Yeah. They can just. Or you know, they can make shit up and report. Yeah. You know, well, they could do both. I, Again, it's my good for everyone. My only concern yeah. is for the North Sydney Bears because <laughs> they only really get coverage in the offseason. And if we have scandal and trades, where do they get Well, coverage? I think that we can all agree, Tom, that it's just, it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> so this, the, the trade. Don't the, you think it's time to say goodbye? The introduction it's like of this, the trade this window. thing's been on life support for too long. <laughs> And I think it's time to turn off the power. So it'll be officially, they'll be like... You if know. you bring a trade window in, it's goodbye, it's good night, it's sayonara to the North Sydney Bears. Give and them, it's about time. Give mm. them one last back page spread though. Yeah, and just well, go... It's a farewell. Yeah. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the Enjoy the New South Wales Cup. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, not coming back. Yeah. Never to return. <laughs>
That's Look, a that's a not, go out on your own terms. I don't I don't know how which far is that you shit. <laughs> you're not coming back. Not really. Your Look, I don't know. I don't agree with the fuck off bit, but I do like the thank you. I do like the sentiment of thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for all the off seasons. Thanks for 18th club, 17th club, yeah. 20th club, 25th club. I'd assume that they'll be like, from a journalistic perspective, they might even just, as an honour to them and the work that the North Sydney Bears have done in the off season, is just the whole back page of the paper is just blacked out as like a... As an homage or whatever. Yeah, to, exactly. And yeah. maybe just the bear logo in the middle, but it's everything else is just completely. Well, like it's kind of like bears entering the comp and then small writing, never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bears return to rugby league, never. Well, I think that's a nice touch. I think that's tasteful. Again, they're in, they're in the New South Wales Cup. It's not like they're not anywhere. You're still around. You know. Well, they had the great Cam Murray play for them only recently. They there still have some great players playing for them. Yeah. Well, they're the feeder side for the Roosters. Or the, no, they're Rabbitohs now. Yeah. Back was to it roosters, roosters now? Back to Roosters. Back to Roosters. Flop. Back to roosters. Wow. So that's pretty good. That's a pretty good place to be. There you go. I can't believe they flop between Roosters and Rabbitohs. That's interesting. Like, I don't know what's... I think they're... <laughs> look, at this point, they're just trying everything. Does that... Well, I mean, uh, and probably another reason to yeah. pull the yeah. plug We're out. We're in North Sydney. We're in Dubbo. We're the Roosters. We're South. We're fucking... Because you're mad. We're Australia. It's, it's the tough Central thing. Coast, which was up until recently mm. another... They, they were Melbourne at a point too. Billy Slater played for North Sydney. There you go. There you go. What's um, Maloney? What sucks for them, and like you know, all jokes aside, what sucks for them is like they are a very proud history club, like mm-hmm. massive. But there's just too many teams in Sydney already. Like yeah. you, you could not, for the life of you, bring in another Sydney side. It'd be ridiculous. You just couldn't. Like no. if anyone ever said, "Oh, we're going to bring in another Sydney side," you would be like, "Are you kidding me?" If anything, we could reduce it. I mean, I, I don't want to do they that, won't. but no. they they, won't. they'll never reduce it. But they what won't. I'm saying is, you, there's no room for the, another one. The, the choice between you'd be more likely to reduce than add, add one. Yeah, it's more, yeah, exactly right. Not that they will, yeah. because they said that they don't want to cede any more territory. I but also think they've got one of the best jerseys of all time and their logo. So for that, we thank There you. is something special about their jersey. Yeah. It's, it is iconic. It almost like, to me, it's almost as good as the Rabbitohs kind of, mm. there's something about those There's colors. something about it. Like, honestly, if, because in America, I feel like, I and mean, maybe I've said this before, I feel like there's a little bit more of a culture of like just rocking jerseys and hats from LA or New York or whatever. Like they're just like wearing it. Mm. The Bears jersey, I won't do this because it's Australian mm. culture, but that's probably the closest jersey I'd wear to like a jersey I'd wear just because I think yeah. it looks cool. Yeah, that's true. And there's something like, they're also not in the NRL, sorry to bring that up. Vintage so about it as well, like vintage and cool about yes, it. Nostalgic. Exactly. The 90s sort of cotton yeah. Bears jersey. I love, I love Manly's jersey this year. They've gone like retro. Yeah, kind of sick. Look. Looks yeah. sick. It's mad. I saw a couple of people bag and I was like, I reckon it's no, I, no, it's, I, like, it's, it's probably, I put the post up, it's probably my, outside of the Broncos, my favourite jersey this year. Yep. Yeah, okay. I'd go along um, well, well, I'd say it's, I'd my say it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. They got us to model it, which was nice. We didn't expect to get. Let's asked rate the jersey so far that we we've seen, we've and and Maddie will put the picture up. We've got Manly, Cowboys, Broncos, Titans, Raiders, uh, Panthers, Knights, and Sharks. You have a quick snip, quick squeeze, and you rate it. I would go. Obviously, Broncos has a, a special place in my heart. Then I would go Manly. Um, Raiders is probably my least like this year. I just yeah, doesn't. I don't like the Raiders. I want them to go old school. Go the lime green. Yeah, yeah, it just so seems old simple, right? I would go Manly, uh, Manly Panthers, Sharks, Broncos, Knights, Cows, Titans. And speaking of uh, Raiders last. jerseys, real quick, guys. The shirts you were seeing worn. Oh, yes. Can you t- stand up and turn around, fellas? 
Um, Eddie, merge oh, promotion, dude. Get your head merge on. Merge promotion. Yeah, get your head in the game. The last dribble. It is unbelievable shirts. These will be released in, I would say, about six weeks. Uh, no. A few days. Oh, a few days. Well, that's the plan. They'll be ready for Christmas. So in the next week or so, we'll be dropping them. All wow. No, we'll be releasing them. Sunday, 6 p.m. Sunday, 6 p.m. This Sorry, Sunday, 6 p.m. This Sunday, 6 p.m. Be there. Sunday, 6 p.m. And the hat as well. And the hat. And the Hello Sport corduroy hat. Summer tan hat. Uh, this one also has bird shit on it. I got pooed on. Because we're trying to sell and it's a good it's good luck to be pooed on by a bird, I yeah. opted not to wash it off. Okay. It's okay. one of the greatest omens of all time. Talk about blessing the people. You've got the bloke singlets on Tuesday. Yep. You've got the Hello Sport last dribble. Is this your first ever real merch First drop? ever shirt. Yeah, first ever. First ever shirt. It's outside outside of the beer soon. Of course, well, that was, but that was a, yeah. a collab for yeah. the ages. Record-breaking collab. Yeah. Wow, that was big, Gre- big numbers. Greatest collab of all time. Holy fuck, that was big numbers. I, the amount of b- fucking dribblers that got behind that. Yeah. Very, very uh, impressive. Um, so look, Humbling. You're, you're being you're being blessed by the the two greatest podcast merch in the game right now. Yeah, in Australia. Blessed. I mean, a lot of the time these days we're sitting at, in the top five together, just just sitting there. Just That's sitting just where there. we always hang out. Talk, it's, it's honestly, it's like if the Rabbitohs and Roosters merge. That's where we're at right now when it comes to success. Let's say Manly and uh, okay, Manly and Broncos. Yeah, 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 during our good years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. During the Bitcoin years. Yeah, yeah, nineties Broncos and Manly just generally. Manly two thousand and eleven. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Eight, 11 yeah, now. Broncos 2006. Broncos 2006. Manly 2008. Close. And yeah. Manly well. 2021. And 2022. Nah, not 2021 because you got bounced out. But yeah, so this on the back, This a dribbler drew this for us. Shout out to Tate Bailey. It's the last dribble, uh, much yep. like the last summer. All the household names. All the heavies. Yep. That, Surprised I didn't get a start, it's but them. it's all good though. It's not them, but no, it could be them. them. Who, who, who is on, on that? Is well, got no Landis? one's on there, but it sort of looks like... Tom and I are on there. Yeah, we're on there. Oh, so it's like Vida Pandies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe the, maybe the grandson of God's on there. Maybe the greatest footballer of all time who hails from uh, a little place called Cessnock's yeah. on there. Yeah, maybe a guy who's known for fingering bums. Maybe he's on there. Maybe one of the greatest rugby league callers, well, the greatest rugby league caller of all time's on there. Not him, but someone who... But you know what like I mean? You know what we mean. Yeah, well, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. All the heavies. It's there. like, have you seen that, um, that cricket game where yeah. it was like... Instead of Glenn McGrath, it was like Glon McGrath. Yeah. Glenn McGrath. Yeah. A bit like that. But it was painted for us, watercolours, and we've got it in a frame, and it's fucking dope. I love the colours too, and the, like on the front there, that, that logo. Just an elegant and understated little chair there. It's, it's going to become iconic one day. I can see it. I, I mean, can see it already. Bloke with his little socks on, just yeah. sitting down with some dribble and some yarn. Dribbling yarn. He's yeah. just dribbling his yarn. Yeah, he is. It's probably been So, Sunday, 6 p.m. HelloSport.com.au. Um... Now, what were we talking about again? Oh, yeah, the, the North Sydney Bears, Valet. Um, oh, thank oh, you. Oh, jerseys, jerseys. So you went. You said yours. Have you said yours yet? Mine's very similar. I didn't like the Raiders one at all. I don't like the Titans jersey. I'm sorry. I can't get around it. I like the Penrith jersey. Always had a fucking soft spot for it. I like yeah. the, the rainbow. The sort colours. Of the cross, red, yeah. the, the yellow, yellow the green. green. Fucking good. So I'd probably go Manly, Panthers, mm, Sharks, Newey, Broncos, Cows. I wish that Newey would just be... Raiders, stripes. stripes. Just red and blue stripes. Give me the, yeah. give me the stripes. That big NIB on the front of Newey. How they slipped that in, NIB, for that colour, is shocking to me. But it doesn't seem like the sponsors even have to adhere to colour codes of... No, but how are the Knights allowed it? 
Right. You know, when they're putting the jersey together, they go, oh, this big green thing on the front. No. I would have said, listen, NIB, it's a, it's a pinch big. <laughs> Can you certainly see it again? It's, it's not oh, even the bigness. It's just the it's colour. It's the greenness of it. Yeah, because yeah. the oak on the front of the, the, the pen. But I'll take front. that off. I like it. It's huge and green. It's massive and green. I was like, nothing to do yeah, with the, no, this no, colour scheme like whatsoever. The See, Hulk. like the sharks frame frame it, so it's sort of like not as... It's not just like stuck oh, on the I think the it's the green, man. It's just so... Mm. It just boom. Yeah. What about the Raiders have got Toyota forklifts. That's their brand. That's their I thought major it was, so sponsor. So no longer milk. No, milk gone. Toyota forklifts. Where's the milk? Oh, it's going to be a tough year. Tough, tough year, sorry. It's going to be a but tough year. I don't year. know why the Raiders don't just go back to that old school design. Their old school is sick. If you were in, okay, if I'm in the board meeting, right, coming up with which jersey we want, and they've got the old school one there and that new one, who's picking the new one? No one. Who's picking the new one? Imagine a, a new, fresh, like as in the old school design or inspiration. And that colour as well, oh, that like limey, really that limey. That limey, even like the white collar with the lime, or it, like it would look sick. It, it was, was a vibe. It was a fucking massive vibe. It's Meninga vibes. I've mm. just got Meninga. Boom. Dominating. Ricky Stewart. When I think about that. Titans, I feel, could do like I like the colour scheme. I just think that there could be some improvement. Panthers just always seem to nail it. I, yeah. I don't remember Panthers really ever having a bad jersey. No. Um, They've got a ripper on their hands. But there. that's what like with the Titans or any team when they come in for the first time to the NRL, they should be made to have like the same jersey for like three or four years or something. Like the, the same design. Nostalgia. To like to get fans connected with something. Yeah. And then you can go, you've got a retro jersey that people can identify and at least you've got something to go off. Whereas I just find with those Titans ones, um, it just kind of looks like a fucking training shirt. Like it's just a- That's true. It's, it's just all a money. nothing. I will, it's like all that, money. that points bet on the front of Manly looks sick. Yeah. It looks like it's meant to be there, you know? It looks hot. And it's like framed with that, like kind of similarish to the Sharks, but it's framed with those two lines. So good. So fucking good. Broncos, solid. Not their best jersey, but solid. Um, yeah, the NIB is quite shocking on front mm. of that nice one. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, if the Raiders went old school, their jerseys would be the best in the comp to me. If they went old school with just the, the mad lime green, full lime, I reckon they'd look hectic. Did you ever play in a collar, Denon? In the NRL? Or I think you, so. Were you in the post-collar era? No, I play, but we, it was like a retro-collar jersey, I'm pretty sure. Right. I wish I had kept my week. jerseys, man. Far out. What did you do with them all? I don't even know. Honestly, don't even know. It's tough. Uh, it's it's like fun. when you're in it, you just like, you don't think about how important it'll be in the future. And mm. then so, like, I think I had to buy my jersey off a dribbler that got me to sign it, like, oh, really? ages ago. I can't even remember how much I paid him for it, but I literally, it was like only recently, someone we put it up on his Facebook page, like selling a signed Denon Kemp jersey, which is funny, because I, if I hadn't have, if I didn't do Bloke in a Bar, and someone, and I just was like, had played the man I played, and someone said selling a signed Kemp, Denon Kemp jersey, it would literally not get sold. Like, people were like, <laughs> fuck, a winger that had like one or two good years, what the fuck? Um, whereas he sold it to me, I think for more than a Tedesco jersey. So, so there was like a Tedesco fucking like, Maybe Roos's origin jersey, and he sold it for me for a similar. Like it was close the amount. Yeah, that's and a I, flex though. And I, but I said to him, I said, like, "Bro, that's Tedesco. Like, are you serious?" And he's like, "Look, man, that's just how much it is." I was like, "The market right. dictates." I can't even. I don't even know where the jersey is. Eh? It's, it should be sent here somewhere. So you bought it uh, and you've lost it. Well, I just wanted one jersey. I didn't have it, but it is what it that is. That should be hung up. Should be. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do. Hang it up. Um, now, uh, so we all agree, trade window would be a good thing. Yep. 
Um, now, Tim Sheens confirms the Tigers are interested in Nick Kotrick. Thoughts? Shock, horror. Not shocked. I, I think that's a. I, I like it. Like, I wonder if Kotrick can be fucked to go back to Canberra. Tigers have got money. Well, he's from Canberra, Kotrick. Oh, is he from Canberra? Okay, well, that makes a difference. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him at the Tigers. I think it's a good signing the if they can get him. The concern I have, though, is, like, if he struggled at the Doggies, is he going to struggle at the Tigers? Did he, did he struggle at the Dogs or did the Dogs struggle oh, at the Dogs? Oh, he, 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 de- he still had all of the... Everything he brings to a game, he's still like that. Great tackle breaks, great yeah. ball runner. Just a few errors, like, just... He was a victim of everyone struggling in yeah. the sense that he's going. When everyone's struggling, it's just his vibe. You just can't get out of it, even though you try as hard as you can. He was too good at Canberra to just just be another winger that they just pay a little. Yeah, more. I think he was a victim of environment mm. a yeah. little bit. Um, so look, give him another. I'd give him another crack. Oh, that's 100%. what I'm saying. Fucking oath. Guess how old he is. He's crazy. Twenty. 20. Well, now, now that you've said yeah, that, now I'm you're like, gonna. You go, no, I gave it away. Seven. Twenty-four. 22. Wait, wait. wait. I'm going to say 22. But what's your really thing? Tell me what you're I would have said 26. I would have said 24. 23. Yeah. And he only turned 23 in November. So he's a pup. He literally, so this year he was 22. 22. Jesus. He's he's a pup. He turned 23. Played uh, in the grand final. 10 days ago. Played Origin. He's a pup. People forget how young he is because he's a big hot throbber and you just associate that with a big older guy. Yeah. But he's a young hot boy. He looks older. Yeah, but he's a young hot boy. Because he's hot. Thick. Big hot boy. I think that's a good signing. I like that. Well, if, if they do him, do if it, they if him. they get him, because Raiders are also after him. I remember when I first met Kotrick, and I thought he was like a <coughs> nippy winger, and then I saw him in real life. He was like six foot two, hundred kilos. Yeah, I saw him getting around Bondi once, and I was like, "Holy shit, shit. big boy!" But Huge. now that Nick's out of Canberra, does Nick want to go back to Canberra? Interesting. Now that he's seen a lot, yeah. well, the seen the world. Yeah, he has seen. He's the like, world. "Holy shit." There's a big wide world out there. There's a huge wide There's world. There's stuff to do out here. Mm. Yeah, I um, thought that... I thought it was Questacon and that fucking dam we had. Lake I thought Burley that was Griffin. it. I thought it was Lake Burley Griffin and Questacon. And that was all that people did. And he comes no, to the city and goes, holy like, shit, yeah, there's actually other cities, there's other towns, there's other continents. There's two story buildings. He'd never seen a fucking building other than one story. Yeah. He was like, holy shit, what's the... Why is that thing he so goes, tall? what are stairs? Yeah. Like, dude, that's, a, that's another floor. Lifts. You actually get lifts and shit too. Yeah, 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 lifts. Yeah. Apparently, the first time he lifted, he wigged out. Yeah, yeah like, dude, he did. That, when the doors opened, he was like wigging out on the that's ground. That's how the like, doggy signed him. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, bro, we got lifts. He's like, wait a minute, I got in on a different level. And now I'm like up here. I was like, yeah, they had to get him his own like travelator coach because he'd never hopped on a travelator <laughs> nah, before. You know, like, like the comedy it. skits where they're like not going down the escalators. And like, oh, yeah, that's holy what shit, he was doing this, when he was this is with these fucking moving stairs. What are stairs? Yeah. Firstly, get your head around stairs, then get your head around moving stairs. Yep. You can no wonder he struggled with the yeah, fucking yeah. dogs. Yeah, he's got. They didn't give him enough time to adjust to the big city. Absolutely, he's got. Um, you know when you get all your equilibrium's all off? Mm. Yeah, vertigo. Vertigo. Yeah, vertigo going upstairs that he's never been up before. Dude, city I'm go. so high right now. City go. City I'll go. tell you what, a lot of players get city go when they get to Sydney. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. City go, when you get to Sydney, the big smoke, a lot of lovely young ladies around, a lot of ways to get caught down dark alleyways when you shouldn't be. A lot of high-rise buildings. A lot of high-rise buildings. City go can absolutely annihilate a young man that isn't ready. That's yeah. right. Um, Especially a young man from the, you know. The one-story... Capital of the, ca- the country. Right. The wasteland that is Canberra. And he's a young hot boy. Add in hot boy. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough go. Thoughts on Sir Cheezel in Sydney. Will he get City go? Look, it seems like the Roosters are pretty good at keeping 
Well, they <laughs> well, with, not with get... Trent Robinson, they've been good at keeping their their boys like pretty well behaved. Mm. Pre Robbo, City go, you know that'll get the best. Well, of he leader. knows he knows his way around a city. Melbourne's a city, obviously. Um, there's a lot more temptations in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. I'd say that. Well, no one knows the there's temptations league. everywhere. Mm. So you're gonna have to have his wits about him. Yeah. Maybe do you think he minder. needs? Do, yeah. Does he think he's a, he's a minder at least first six months? I think I think more clubs should have minders. <laughs> They kind of do, actually. Yeah. Like, when they go out, they take security guards with them to, like... Really? Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Like, to that's be like... That's where you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was... Obviously, I came up with that off the dome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it already happens. That doesn't surprise me. So, you, you think professional city-go attendant is needed yes. for the cheese? 100%. <laughs> what do you All think All my is big throbbers, I'd have them fucking seckied up. Yeah. Like, yeah. follow this bloke. Make sure he knows how to get on the elevator. Make sure he knows what to buy The cheese going through, like, Westfield Shopping Centre with a bunch of security. Yeah, like, when you see uh, Mayweather and, like, all of his security, like, seven foot. They're just city-go guys, you reckon? Yeah. Because you don't want... In Vegas, that's the biggest city-go there is. Mm. got to have it, dude. It'll get you. Fucking city-go. Instead of... Team, like, instead of... Uh, what's he got on his shirt? The money team. And TME. TMT. Oh, TMT. You've just got big blocks of cheese. There you go. They're walking him around. <laughs> Oh shit, there's cheese. Holy yeah. shit, there's cheese. With these city go guys. Looks like he's got city go. Yeah. He's drunk as fuck. He's doing stupid shit. He's yeah. got city go. He's got city go. <laughs> just he's just got a, a mild case of city go. Sometimes you can bounce in and out of city go. Fucking eighth can. You can pick and choose. Yeah. Just like video just like vertigo comes in and out. Mm. <laughs> as far as I'm aware. Yep. Never had it. <clears throat> um so look, if if they can sign him, uh I think he'll I, I think the concern is is if they struggle at the doggies, he may struggle at the tigers. But in saying that uh, you know, maybe it was just an off year for Kotrick, just an off year, and he goes to the Tigers and kills. What we do know is that the Tigers have they've got a pretty a few good signings now, and it seems like Tim Sheens is he's a moving and shaking. He's getting himself getting his beak wet in the market. Um, so still only twenty three years old, plenty of footy in front of him, and some good footy would be a, a really good signing if the Tigers can get him. Uh, Brisbane have loaned Jesse Arthurs to the Warriors in 2022. He will return back to Brisbane in 2023. Um, you know, I think that's a good pick-up for both parties because Jesse Arthurs gets to play NRL, I think. Um, but also Brisbane get to keep him on his book because he is a good player. Um, thoughts? You guys probably wouldn't have seen much of Jesse Arthurs. No, the name does... Uh, well, like, I know the name. I know what he looks like. But don't know exactly how Jesse plays the game of rugby league. Mm. No. No... No experience with Jesse, unfortunately. But I mean, I'd love to comment. No, I'd look, love to. But and you and I don't comment on things unless we know about yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't stop you in the past. Well, I don't know about well, that. I think we look, usually like I'm to a be... pretty fucking straight shooter, Dan. Yeah. I, like I don't shoot from the hip, mate. I shoot, I shoot straight you between shoot down the down the size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm honest <laughs> and I'm true and I'm trustworthy. And when we don't know something, we will I just will put my hands up. I don't know the fuck Jesse Arthur's is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't. <laughs> Good luck to him, though. With the greatest respect. Of course, obviously. with the greatest respect, Tom. It's always with the greatest respect. <laughs> He's a good player. Good footy player. Good sort, too. Bit of well, mm-hmm. hot mm-hmm. boy. I'll run an eye over him later. <laughs> Corey Parker says Brisbane have to stick, have to pick and stick with a halves partner for Reynolds, given that they've had 16 halves pairings since 2019. He has suggested the one and only Albert Kelly. Do you agree with Corey Parker? that they've just got to pick someone and stick with them. Yeah, I think they yes. 100% need to pick and stick. 16 halves pairing since 2019 is fucking outrageous. Yeah. Reminds me of when Shane Warne That's retired. exactly what I was about to and say. And we were looking for a spinner and we went through them like a knife through butter. Yeah. And there then we found Gary Lyon and we're halves. like, oh, thank God. And that's when our fortunes turned around. Yep. When we settled on someone fucking half decent. Now, now that you've got Reynolds there, who throbs unbelievably... 
Find him someone that he gels with, someone that he vibes with. Mm. Make let him make the decision, and then off on your merry way. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Albert Kelly. Yeah, I, I like, I like Albert, Albert Kelly, but also I didn't mind the uh, the oomph that old Ticey Gamble brought. Oh, he brought some more for right. He's he played with oomph. He played with oomph. He brought oomph. I don't know. What do you think, Dennis? Look, I think that they're right that they need to pick and stick. Uh, Albert Kelly, if you get a few errors out of his game, fucking got a lot of attacking flair. And the concern, if you went Tyson Gamble and Reynolds, do they have enough attacking flair? Like Tyson Gamble, very up and down, um, you know, oomph solid based. player. He's oomph, all oomph-based. In saying that, I don't... What There's certain things that Tyson brings that Albert doesn't. You know what I mean? So it's all about flavour. Mm. What flavour are they going for? Do they want an aggressive six that brings a lot of warmth or do they want a, an attacking Albert Kelly that can break games open so I, I just I don't know who you would pick because I haven't really seen them train that much um, haven't seen them for prolonged periods in first grade I thought Tyson Gamble was really coming into his own towards the end of the year um, but I do agree with the notion that pick and stick at least for the first 12 rounds or 10 rounds if it doesn't work that's when you bring someone else in uh, I actually wouldn't even mind you know giving Tyson Gamble the 14 role because he brings on the oomph, mm. uh, brings on energy. An injection of oomph. An injection of oomph. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. Uh, junior Tupu, signed with the Tigers. He played with the Brumbies and was selected in the Junior Wallabies. I'm not familiar with Junior Tupu, um, but mm. you know what? Congratulations. Congratulations, no. Tigers. Uh, Blake Braley, reportedly re-signed with the Sharks for a further four years. Um, you know, devilish, young, handsome man. He is handsome. Uh, and he is a really good player. So if they have signed him, it wouldn't have broken the bank. And as we've all seen, hookers, they're hot, they're hot property. Yeah. You're not yeah he goes down. all right, Blake. Yeah, I'm, I don't mind him. Also, Still relatively young. two Ys in his name is, all, is only a good thing. Yeah, Blake. Never a bad thing. Like spelling Blake with a Y, which I haven't seen before. No. Great play. It's a huge fucking You know what? You know, if, you, if you'd never seen him play... And I showed you, wait, what do you reckon, this Blake Braley kid? Anyone that knows their wise would tell you, must be a hooker, must play rugby league. Yeah. He'd be a rugby league player of some note. Yeah. You see you've got a Y in your first He's playing note. a Y into a Y. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Especially a Y that not usually used in a name. Like, that's the dead giveaway. Blake with a Y is unnecessary, and that's why it works. Yeah, it's totally unnecessary. Do you it reckon really I could squeeze a Y into my name? Like, between the Y, uh, the R and the D? Edward. Edward E. No, Edward. No, no, no. Edward. Simpson with a Y. S-Y-M-P-S-O-N. I like that. I like that. You could even drop in two. Like double the y. y. You double like the Edward. Y. Edward. Well, you could Edward-y. just be, I mean, you're Eddie with a Y. So if you go Eddie Y into yeah. S-Y-M-P-S-O-N. Now, now I'm playing rugby league football yeah. at a high yeah. level and you're dominating. Yeah. You'd immediately go, in half. You'd go to Div 1 all tag first. As soon as the name change happened, you'd be immediately Div 1. If I changed my last name, the way it's spelled, Eddie into Simpson with a Y. I honestly reckon, and I'm not talking shit, that I'd start getting calls from clubs. Yeah, 100% you would. To come do like fucking train trial and trial. trial. Train and trial. Well, mate, the, the Dolphins. I reckon I'd get some training trials. I honestly reckon I would. You'd get a few training trials. You'd get at least two. I Put it this way. <laughs> if, I trained it to, if I trained it today, there'd be blokes down at Oztag tomorrow night. There'd be scouts down. Without a doubt. Laying an eye over me, going, fuck, this kid can play. He can play. He's, he's got Joey Marnie. He's showing up Joey Marnie yeah. too. Yeah. He's a footballer. This he's kid. a footballer. This Is that kid. Joey Marnie outside him? He's not giving any nut to? Yeah. Must yeah. be pretty good. Has he just dummied to Joey and gone himself? Yeah. Sign this boy up. Yeah. How old is he? That's the pair of a Y. How old is he? 30? 30. <laughs> Fucking, not even 31 yet. He's still a kid. Mate, still a pup. He's still a pup. He can do a job. <laughs> he can do a job. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Um, yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm, yep, feeling, I'm it. feeling it too. <laughs> uh, Sydney, for the first time, will host the Indigenous All-Stars match. Uh, I love the All-Stars match. Fucking so, love it. Love so it. sick. It's so much better than the old system where, like, the world team. No, that sucked. That was shit. I because then it was like, you had to pick a player from each club. And it's like, nah, dude, no, dude, the no, Indigenous no, no, All-Stars no, no. is the play. And, like, the Indigenous players were actually playing for something. World All-Stars were just, like, a bit of fun. Yeah. You need both teams to give a fuck. Exactly. Well, yeah, otherwise it was just a bit weird. It was just weird. Like, it, it, it was almost trivial, trivialising the match because, yeah. like, it meant a lot to these people, obviously. And that that part of the All-Stars was fantastic, the the ability to get out in the communities and do all that stuff. But the, the passion that the Maldives and the, the Indigenous bring, it's, I, I, like, love it. Yeah. Like, it's truly – the old one – It's put it this way. The old one was, like – the only good thing about it was the Indigenous side. It was like World Club Challenge in the how keen I got for it. Whereas this one, I'm actually fully looking forward to yeah. it. Um, you know, all week I'm going, I can't wait. Like, it's, it's going to be a, the first 20 minutes are crazy because they're so keen. The war dances at the start are hectic. Um, and also it covers more bases because I think it's nearly 60% of the NRL, or like it's at least 50, are either Indigenous or Polynesian now. It's crazy. So you got to have it's it. It's crazy. You definitely have to have it. Yeah. What's the date of it? I think it's the 22nd of like February, maybe. Is it two weeks before the start of the season, maybe? Yeah. February that charity shield as well. I think it goes that charity shield week off NRL season. Right. So it'll be like mid, mid-Feb, maybe. February 12th. Well, there's well, fuck there all sport in February. It's the that's a great of the start. Year, so it's a great, great to get start. A, a big game like that in. Love that. Where are they hosing it? Is it uh, Combank Stadium? Oh, Combank. Yeah. Which cool. is which one's Combank? Bank, Combank West. Bank West. Is now Combank. Oh, Bank West is is yeah. no yeah. well. Valet Bank West. Valet Bank. That was a short lived. Bank West struggling. Yeah. Well, is Bank West. They, they're struggling the bank. Well, maybe Same Combank way. just go. We want a bit of that steepness. Yeah. They've got deep pockets. They got the protractors out. They said, fucking hell. It is as steep as they said. Yeah. We need to get around this. Well, dude, if you see a stadium as steep as Bank West, well, formerly Bank West, you go, we need our name on that. You can't allow another bank to dominate you in the steepness department. Mm -mm. Mate, it's all about steepness (laughs) when it comes to banking. Combank knows that. Australia's biggest bank. (laughs) Which bank? Combank. Uh, I will struggle to not say Bank West though. I, know. I, don't know, I don't know when I'm going to change I'll tell you what, they go their bank for buck Because they'll kind of always be known for that for initially yeah. Combank really missed a trick by coming in late Second if, bank to do it Second bank to do it If they had done it first, they would have had way more impact Because mm. when someone says Combank Stadium I was like, where the fuck is that? Yeah, never I heard honestly of didn't know about it Steepness can only get you so far though <laughs> <laughs> Now, cricket, the Ashes starts one week of today, from today. How excited are you guys? At uh, 1 to 10. 1 to 10. 10, 11, 20. 12, 30. Yeah. Now, I want to I wanna, I wanna piss you off a little bit. Perth Test is in doubt because of the border, border yeah. restrictions. Yeah. Where should they play instead? SCJ. How? SCJ. Like, surely SCJ. we have to... Move on from this. Yeah. And live with it. Live with it. But also, like, live with it as a Fuck. country. At the very least, live with it as a country, yes. right? Like, we're all, like, let's just all be fucking stuck in the shit. Oh, my. Like. Mount Gowan doesn't fuck that way. No. Though. But he's a, like, sweet. You're not getting it then. Like, whatever. Okay. You don't get a fucking but test. But, like, what, what 14 is days, like, dude. What is 14-day quarantine you need to get in South Australia. No cases in South Australia. 14-day quarantine. From South Australia to Western Australia. 
I just, We're done with this now like, in terms of like everyone's vaccinated. Everyone's vaccinated. He's not. He's not done with it. No, he's not. And their, their test is until mid-January and they're 50-50. Yes, so it's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's like a month and a half away and he's still putting in his feet. But I would say this, Sydney, the greatest city in on the world, yeah, on earth, without a doubt. the greatest cricket ground on planet earth with the most rich history. Mm. Also, spin comes into it days four, days five. Should get two tests. Fuck Melbourne. They, also, their pitch has let us down. Yeah, I was going to say Melbourne has pitched like they almost had to cancel them a few years ago because the pitch yeah. was so They bad. almost lost their test status because they the weren't allowed so to. Bad. If they rolled out one more shit a pitch, they would have lost their ability How to hold a test. How can you a shit pitch? That's what I'm Because like, they, they've got drop-in pitches and they're like, oh, drop-in pitches are so hard, but they've had drop-in pitches at the MCG for like 25 years. So I don't know what the fuck they're on about. Like it's such, an, it's such a, a cheap thing for such a big thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's a test. You can't get the pitch right. Uh, it's don't don't fuck the pitch up, bro. Yeah. Like it's the one thing you cannot fuck up. Also, because they're drop-ins, they've got like fucking six or seven on the go. The f- like just, you can't you, you you shit the bed with all of them. Yeah, be it's better. Bizarre. It's bizarre. I be just, better. I don't know how. It's like such an, an easy thing to not happen, not like to not fuck up. Mm. Just don't fuck it up. It's a test match. It generates so much revenue, and you've got the yeah, crazy. No, but um, so we just go back to back Sydney New Year's test into. So you play Sydney into Sydney. Play Sydney into they Sydney. They don't have to travel around anymore. It's the end. You can go. All right, we're all in Sydney. We can hang out here, mm. kick back, and yep. then relax, we'll put the feet up, wrap it up, five Rip nil. And tear. Five nil, bang. Thanks for coming. Fuck you, Western Australia. The only (laughs) thing that will annoy me about that is that the Perth test, phenomenal viewing for the eastern states because of the time delay. So you get like two day nighters essentially. It still will be mid gen. So like, I don't know if you've seen this as well, but they've they have like ten or so days this year where there's a whole day of test and then two back to back big bash games. There's like ten of those this summer. So So you play a whole day, a whole. Day of test cricket into back-to-back big bashes. So it's 10 a.m. till midnight. Love that. That's it, baby. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Australia win 5-0. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we win 5-0. We win 5-0. And also thoughts on the Tim Payne having to step away due to his mental health due to some piece of shit leaking this stuff. Feel sorry for him. He's done a lot for the nation. God knows that. We know that. The nation knows that. Uh, Thoughts with Tim. Mm. Hope he's doing all right through a trying time. and And his family. Tim's a fucking one of the great Australians. I'll say that. He took us from a really bad place. Yeah. From a creating perspective. But also from a perception perspective, right? Like we were just, we were fucking cheats. And then he revamped the image. Obviously, cheated on his miso. Not morally the right thing to do, but like. But that was four years ago. Four years ago. After He's that, after he did that, look what good he did. Yeah. Mm. He, he did a lot of good. He also wasn't the captain when he did it. He was like, it was all, it was all pre this, but it's just like, and Pat Cummins, the new skipper of the nation, old blue eyes. Said it in one of his first media things was like, "Are we gonna? We got to be kinder to people and allow people to make mistakes and grow and come back from like you know fuck ups here." It it just well, seems fuck like fuck ups that are private. Exactly a private fuck up. But he was like, he was like, "We're gonna have." He was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna captain young young kids at some point, like 19, 20 year olds who come into the side. Like, are we saying that they can't fuck up and then yeah. grow as as individuals as human beings? Like, it just seems." The whole thing's sad. Feel sorry for Tim. But yeah. And his family, man, far yeah. out. Having to go through this again, you know, like the strength they would have had to get through it the first time. And then they, uh, whoever, whoever leaked this, like what kind of, 
what kind of human being? Who? Also, if that story comes across your desk. But they've been, it's come across their desk many, many, many times yeah. and no one's printed it. So while they printed it this time, I'm like, fuck you guys. Mm. Like who, if I'm, that comes across my desk, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Can't, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like I'm not gonna- Problem is it. they'll find someone to do it. Uh, but they haven't, they haven't found someone to do it for a long time. Yeah, but they have now. But I'm saying that that's what's unfortunate about it is that they've known about this for years, mm. the journos, most of them. That's even like the higher ups, it's got to go through a few, it's got to be a few people that green light that, at least four or five. Because it's such a big story too. So the, the, the editor, I assume, are we going to do this? Goes to his boss. Are we going to do this? Goes to their boss. Are we going to do this? You know what I mean? Like there's a numerous amount of people that go, you know what? Fuck yeah, it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Um, thoughts on Alex Kerry being his replacement? How much I like it. Um, he has, he's obviously represented the country before in one day as, uh, is he, I don't know if he captained the one day before he might have, I think in, mm, in an instance maybe. where maybe Finch has been out, I don't know, but, uh, he's good. He's sort of done, he's bided his time. There's another guy, Inglis, who unfortunately has an English accent and that's just not going to cut it for me. Unless there's like a mountain of undeniable runs, which there aren't, like he's still, I think he's very good, but he's hails from England so he can get <laughs> fucked especially in an Ashes year um, so yeah I think Kerry comes in good looking dude that always helps that when helps. in doubt go hot yep good gloveman too so if they do pick him which I think they will all the best alright that is another episode done and dusted don't forget join the bloke club www.bloke.club bloke singlets dropping next Tuesday 6pm for bloke members only make sure to follow hello sport at hello sport punters and dribblers they've got their drop 6pm Sunday uh, I think that's it. Grab a case of bloke in a bar. The perfect beer for summer. Perfect beer for sport. Anything to let, let off the chest? I think he fucking did it. Nice. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. As usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank Bye-bye. you.